city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zendane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugarfield Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo Adventure Path. Episode 51. When last we left our heroes, you had done a million million downtime things. Yay! Um, the... Something was happening. Yeah. Uh, the cure had happened. Yeah. Um, you had spoken to Blackjack. Blackjack had gone to Crisidia Croft in a secret yeah. cutscene under the feces. Okay, so <laughs> um, he didn't give your names anywhere in there. No. no, but it was explicit who it was, wasn't it? No. 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 Not He's even quite Mm. He, he literally told Croft that Blackjack knows things. Yeah, yeah. My and he's done this before, cool. so it's believable. It's, it's the same way he tells you he gets his information. Yeah. I know things. Yeah. You know, I heard on the street. Yeah, but it was very specifically somebody who was in that room, so it wouldn't take long to find out. Chuck. I do two things: drink and know things. Wait, that's the other guy. <laughs> yeah, that's my other persona. Wait. <laughs> so we are back in downtime. And do we want to do Silver Flora? Yep. Sure. That's both the players are here? Yep. Set scene, go. Okay, so are you still, still working on Plague Cure? Uh, if, it needs to be, if I need to be working on it. Uh, not really. Victims you're getting at this point <coughs> should be starting to get turned over. Mm. So okay. your hospice is probably still ticking away. but. Uh, so what kind of thing would you be doing on a daily basis then? Um... Helping when it needed to be helped. So you would be in your clinic? Um, I would probably be on the street. Yeah, and there's still actually the shop that's there as well. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I'll probably, and I'll probably intercept you when you're still in the shop because uh, I don't know if my street smarts are good enough for me to find you. I've got four streetwise. Is that enough to find somebody, somebody who, who wants to be found? It's not exactly like she's hiding. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll find her in the street then. Uh, oh, no, it's probably easier at home. I'll do it when you're at home. So you're, you're at the end of the, the work day and you're at home and you're making yourself some dinner. <coughs> I'll probably come in just before it, it... Not inviting myself to dinner, but come in before dinner. So, like, while you're, while you're preparing. Um, knocks on the door. So Hey, um, he's got a he's got a pot of roses in his hand, and um, they're white roses. Um, can I come in? Yeah. Um, I I wanted to give you these. Um, normally I I'd give a single rose to somebody who's who's capable of doing something great or has done something great in my eyes, but you've done something far greater than that. Certainly for the city, but also for me in the last last month with the plague I wanted to thank you and I I didn't know really how to, to thank you for it I 
I was pretty stubborn with the whole wanting to get my, my face fixed. <laughs> um, looking back at it now, what you were doing with, with um, getting rid of the base disease was the way to do it. And if I didn't have that fixed, then I wouldn't have been able to help find the cure and fix my face properly. It's It was a big eye-opener for me. I didn't know that I could still be still be capable of doing things without my face without my good looks I've never really never really lived my life without them and it was a big eye opener for me I'm, if we get another plague I'll be a little bit less annoying <laughs> if that's any consolidation um, but thank you it, it was a big lesson for me that I think I probably needed and thank you for, for helping out with that. No problem. Anyway, <coughs> if you could put it somewhere nice in the sun, I'm sure you're better at taking care of flowers than I was when I first started. <coughs> uh, I'll probably also have brought some biscuits with me. I can't cook, but I would have brought some biscuits as a thank you and I'll stay and chat or something and that's basically what Silver wanted to do he just wanted to say thank you for for helping him kind of get over himself for a little bit <laughs> release his, his face so yeah um, nothing exciting just that cool. uh, he, he may want to talk a little bit about the whole Lucy thing and stuff but that's not going to be anything major because we've already had the discussion about that so he yeah. may just thank Flora for her help and sort yeah, that out. Yeah, yeah. So thank you, thank you, thank you for helping Lucy out because he does appreciate it. This is now about Lucy, and that's where we'll start <coughs> mouthing as the audio fades out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Would, would you like to drive this, dear? No, I'm just think, I'm just I'm looking in your direction because you're the GM. If it's going to be a problem, I can go into the kitchen. You are allowed to gaze upon me. No. <laughs> So I will permit it for everyone at the table, even Adam. Mm-hmm. Now, Zoe's in bed, let's talk about these cookies. Yes. Um, so there's sugar cookies, and I think there's still some gingerbread <coughs> there, but I'm not sure. <coughs> uh, they're very squished together, so you will want plates. Cool. Well, possibly even those plastic bowls. Yes, yeah, sounds like a good idea. And are people interested in chocolate cake? There is bins. There is plastic bins of sweets. Well, no, no. We have leftover cake from Zoe's birthday, which is a perfectly legitimate reason to have cake. Do you say that Miriam's not got a legitimate reason for having cake? Sweetheart, this is an entire cake that we have leftover. It's a fail cake. Oh, you better fail cake. Fail cake is incredibly delicious food that, for some reason, Jared thinks is not good. Why is it fail? Look look at the height of the cake. Yeah. It's slightly shorter than average cake. It's dwarf cake! (laughs) There's no battery acid anywhere (laughs) in it. There's evidence. I made the cookies for a picnic on Saturday. There we are. So, these are what didn't get eaten on Saturday. Now there's oh, a mean, it smells good. There's oh. a mean trick. Oh, yes. You have a, that is good. You have a bowl. You put M&M's, you put Skittles, you mix them together. Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> Just so chaos. 
right, so next things on the list where we distribute cookies and cakes. Yeah. Uh, Silver wants to talk to Gloria Arcona. Yeah, but that, for that I'll have to go over the threshold. So does that, does that happen? Does that happen sooner or later? Um, well, we're, we're literally running through a <coughs> substantive matter of time here, so you've okay. definitely got enough time to go into Old Corvosa and back out again. <coughs> it's a six-day round trip minimum, but that's yeah. not exactly compellingly um, undoable. Okay, I'll go with you and see what's happening in there. That doesn't have to be a scene. I'll just go. My yeah. mind doesn't have to yeah, be a what, scene. I'll just what go we might well, want I'm going to be doing some investigation while I'm in Old Corvosa as well. Yeah, I what I want to do is all the Old Corvosa stuff at once. Yeah, sounds okay, good. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, well, if you're going to be coming in with me, then um, if you want, you can be part of the investigating of, of what happened to all of the the crime syndicate. I'm not interested in that. I just want to find out what's happened to all Kulvosa generally. Okay. And I want to do Jack Iliosa prior, prior to that, because that's about what's happening in all Kulvosa. Cool, okay. Okay. Everybody just help yourselves... Oh, yeah, we have a phone now. <coughs> yep. So, Jack Iliosa, researching the curse, Silver Tanith. Yep, sounds good. Um, do you want cookie? No, okay. I'm no. being a bad girl. Yep. Hmm? Cool, so Jack, yes, <coughs> Jack receives a... So, you, you, I'll let you set the scene. So... What happens here? Uh, you will basically receive a notification from a palace page saying, you know, Queen Iliosa... Uh, requests an appointment with you at such and such time tomorrow. Yeah. Um, presuming that you report to the palace as opposed to fleeing the city. Yeah, yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. No, I, t- I totally report it. Um, you uh, are taken back out to the gardens. Um, Iliosa is not kung fu boxing a monk here anymore because oh. she's <laughs> done with that. And Tusky has left the city. Yeah. Um, but she is dressed in uh, somewhat casual clothes, meaning it's only <laughs> like 200 gold worth of outfits. Yeah. yeah. And because like, to go to the palace I wear my fanciest outfit, I am actually we're yeah. sort of on par. Yeah, yeah. Hmm? Well, keep in mind, like, her queen's dress is probably worth four or five thousand gold. Yeah, itself. yeah. Because it's so needlessly filigree, but that's when she's coming the full queen. Yeah, whereas this, this is, is this is you are talking to Jack is probably decoded this far. This is you are talking to Iliosa as opposed to the Queen of Corvosa in a formal meeting. Yeah, yeah. particularly because you're outside the throne room, um, and she is actually sitting there, basically having tea um, and reading the Three Headed Chimera. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> um, and. You come in and she looks up at you slightly distractedly and says, Ah, Jack, please come in. Okay. Jack will come in and sit down. And Sabrina is basically just lurking mm. in the background, leaning against the wall, playing bodyguard. She's yeah. I nod to her. She's not real subtle. <laughs> um, yeah. Iliosa says to you, I was hoping to speak to you about about the situation in Old Corvosa, about the quarantine, about what has happened and what will happen on the streets. I have a great many advisors in the palace who would be delighted to share their opinion. I'm, several of them have directed me to my resident expert on Old Corvosa, Lord Arcona. 
but alas, I don't feel it's wise to breach the quarantine by sending him a message, she says, staring <laughs> dead bad. <laughs> and you've pro- presumably only got a month or two before he's back to turning up at all hours to tell you exactly what he thinks you should do about everything. The quarantine is likely to last until the blood veil has been exterminated permanently from the city. Reports have come in to my seneschal and to myself that, unsurprisingly, the heaviest amount of cases are quartered in Old Corvosa. That's where I intend to spend about half the relief efforts. And it makes up, you know, maybe maybe a quarter of the city, probably a little less, so that's about right for what you're expecting. I have a great many advisors who can give me their opinions. Curiously enough, perhaps not, none of them have ever lived on the street. None of them have the slightest idea what it is like to be a common person. And I myself have spent my life growing up in a noble estate. A minor noble estate, but a noble estate nonetheless in Chelyax. I have... I do not think that my life has been easy, but then I have never been hungry. So perhaps I do not know. I am seeking the advice and the opinions of somebody who has some idea of what it has been like to live on the street. Let me tell you what is happening in old Corvosa, and she will sit down and lay this out. So basically, based on her projections, the amount of plague victims they've gotten, that sort of thing... They're talking months before the quarantine goes down. Probably five, six months, absolute minimum. Could be a year. Um, She's got a bunch of projections on the economic effects and all this sort of thing. Nothing looks like it's going to collapse and catch fire. Obviously, it is not a great situation for the residents of Old Corvosa. Um, But nor are they going to die in cannibalistic mobs in the street or anything in that neighbourhood. So she gives you this sort of info dump. She says the people there will suffer. There's no question of that. But if I release the quarantine too early, blood veil will spread through the city again and we will have hundreds more deaths than we can handle on our hands. And once again we'll have to work desperately to bring the situation back under control. I have already had to live with making choices where hundreds have died so that thousands of Corvosa's citizens will live. I am prepared to do so again, but I would at least like to hear from somebody who has been in old Corvosa, who has lived on her streets, before I make these decisions. She gesticulates to you to speak your piece. It's, um, you know I didn't want you to do the quarantine, but I was impressed that you asked me along to the meeting. The, I don't think anymore, I'm not, now that I know some nobles myself, I don't think they all had necessarily easy lives, um, growing up, for sure, um, Silver didn't, and I don't think Silver didn't, and for sure Lucy didn't. It's a different, there are different kinds of things, but most of the, most of the people like me, I guess, don't expect the nobles to take them any account or pay them any mind. That's the problem with shutting old Corvosa. 
is I know you would have done it even if it, I, I think you would have done it even if it had been full of nobles and not just the Arconis. But it looks like you're making a decision with the rest of the nobles about which people can spare. I have to admit, I wasn't real surprised when it turned out that I listened to the talk of the great and the good, and what they were talking about was the economic impact of their businesses and not the people who would die. She nods, like completely dead-faced, stone-faced and impassive at this. The It's going to be hard for the people in there to trust you. A lot of them... There's a lot of people saying mean stuff about you, which I am trying to, you know, we try and talk people out of it, but they don't get to see you like we see you. All they hear about is the stuff in the Chimera, and, you know, you've had a lot of... There's been some stuff that hasn't gone your way, and you've had a lot of bad things. And honestly, I think people would be pretty mad at old Idrid if this plague thing had happened on his watch, too. But people discount you on account of being young and, you know, a, a woman and... You know, not exactly necessarily got the job because of talent, which is really unfair. Because you know, it's not like it's not like that's how the rest of the queens and queens got their jobs. Yeah, she sort of waves waves a hand vaguely at you and she says, "You may take it as read that I have heard at great length about my feminine weaknesses from Lord Gloria Arcona." Yeah, well, I mean, he's a moron, but there are a lot like him, and not just among the nobility. Doubtlessly consulting a simple a simple street person. And a girl to boot would be another one of them. I think myself um, that I can give you some ideas about how to approach people. I think um, letting I can, maybe letting it be known that you did consult me not might not be entirely crazy, but I think most people would find it hard to believe. I know I do. We don't expect people to care about what we think or take us into account. We expect people to you know, we'll like the Hell Knights spear us out of the way. It's going to be tough getting... And the thing with old Corvosa, it's going to be tough to get back their trust from that. But you did... Anybody who was in charge would have had to make some pretty hard choices with this one. And I th- I'm really impressed by what you're doing, spending your money to help the people now that we've got a cure. And I think you have to remember, lots of people were going to die whichever way this went down, whoever was in charge. I know you take your responsibility because it's your decisions that um, led to some of them dying, and fair enough. But it's not like if somebody else had been king or queen, lots of people wouldn't have died. And um, I, that's yeah. my general thing. And yeah. then I'm happy to give her more specific advice, yeah. but I don't know that I can do that in character sure, about sure, how to present sure. things to the people and that yeah. kind of thing. I had never expected to find myself in a position I had been guaranteed from my earliest years of womanhood to end up in a marriage somewhere to an older noble money, power to a certain degree but I had never dreamed that I would find myself walking through a hospital full of sick children and having to make the decision to put those resources elsewhere and she sort of digs her hand into the wooden, fancy-ass picnic table that she is sitting at. Keeping old Corvosa shut will allow Glorio Arcona to consolidate his power there. It will erode my support there, although it will erode his support more, as he is isolated from his greater connections within the city. But more importantly than that, the old co- people of Old Corvosa will suffer under this. We can provide them relief 
the blood giving is an indirect an indirect form of tax relief upon them. The economics should work out they will end up not substantively worse off than they already were. I confess it's the first time I have not been able to walk into one of those hospices again, but the hospice in Old Corvosa is functioning. I hope it's enough. I didn't agree with it, but now that it's up, I don't think there's any... The sooner the better it goes down, but there's no point taking it down and letting people and um, the blood veil coming back at full strength all over the city now that it's up. The, da- the damage is already done. If you take it down too soon, you're not going to get it, it the good of it. And if, it's unle- if, if they are unleashed again, who knows what worse plot House Arcona will wrought on my city. We'll just have to keep an eye on them. Like, we already, we already tracked down Gadrum and those kind of people. It, it, sooner or later, who, whichever person in House Arcona is behind this is going to try something we'll be able to trace to them. And then you can cut their head off. Yes. Yes, I can. Mm-hmm. And there is a snap noise. As a, ch- as a piece of table breaks off under her hand. <laughs> I don't know if this as, is... As you look down, she's literally got, like, finger marks clawed into the table, and she's gone, snap, and she gets to that. <laughs> I don't know if this is any help, but you're the only one who's borne the burden you have through all this, but we've all had to make these kind of choices to some extent. I mean, as people who have got a bit more money than certainly I ever expected we would have, we could buy a few you know, scrolls of cure disease and the like, but then we had to decide who got them. You know, our friends and family or the sick people we knew about, or did we go looking for sick people that we didn't know about who might be more deserving? Everybody's had to make these kind of choices day by day, except the people without consciences who don't worry about that stuff. But it's... You've had probably the heaviest burden of it, but... It's not something that happened because you... It's because there weren't enough resources to go around for anyone. It's because this plague was deliberately spread. Yeah. <laughs> without me here, none of it would have happened. But without me here, something worse might have happened. Who knows what... Um, we could have got um, We could have got old Arcona in instead and he wouldn't be plotting to unseat you. And maybe whoever's in his house wouldn't have done this. But Gendron would still have been in the background, and, and um, who's to say what Gloria would have done with the with the throne by now? I mean, who knows what his sinister plan is? And what what are you broadly suggesting to her out of character? If if there is any input you want to have into this, um, I am. And you're welcome to solicit the rest of the table. I am suggesting that she get. Um, that she asks the pe- that she asks the people of Old Corvosa what they need, yeah, um, and finds re- representatives in Old Corvosa who can advise her as close to the street level as possible, rather than letting people like Arcona mm-hmm. horn in and have all their opinions. Having some sort of magical device, like a message sending service, so that you don't have to go through the quarantine. Yeah, a, 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 way, a way to get messages in and out of the quarantine. Uh, the postal yeah. service is still going. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. but like which is it is relatively efficient. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. messages get within the city within about two days. Okay. Yeah. There so, rain, well, no sleets, no. 
No plague. No plague. Is there a way that they can make it so that business can work a little bit more efficiently for the people of Orkovosa so they can still make money? The the problem is the ones that are employed outside of it, and Mm. most of them are poor and ill-educated. So the sort of stuff they're employed in is literally, you know, labour work, like crate A, 2.B. Okay, so if they they left Orkovosa, if they were able to ship money back in to their family? Yep, yep, if they moved out of Orkovosa. Yeah, so if there was... the, the thing about the thing about an event like this is the people who have social mobility will move, yeah. but that leaves the people who can't who don't have social yep. mobility. Yeah. It's places like Detroit. Um, the only people living there are the people who couldn't get out. Mm. We love you, Detroit. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually still true. I'm Detroit, sorry, you're talking about in real life. Yeah. Yes. Okay. There I'm, are there are some places in America that people don't necessarily live in. Yeah. If they the, have the, the rust opportunity. belt. The rust belt. That phrase before. The, it used the, to be the steel belt, and then they all went out of business, and now it's the rust belt. Oof. Okay. Um, anyway, so that and I think um, I advise her in terms of some things about how to um, provide help that's actually useful in the form yep. of boost, mm-hmm. like. Because the, the thing is, the city doesn't do a lot in the way of food banks and that kind of thing. That's mostly the Arconas. Yep. So I suggest that she provide some support of that nature yeah, so that it's stations, not just... community leaders are actually not a bad idea. So that it's not just the Arconas doing it. Yep. And yeah. lastly, I provide her some advice on how to avoid her operations getting targeted by criminal gangs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about um, Black Conor Arms? <laughs> um, that's not really my area. Yeah, they're not a expertise. criminal gang because they have uniforms. <laughs> that's not really my area of expertise, mm. but I provide her for some street level advice on what the what efforts to do good in the vicinity are going to be regarded as soft targets and how to avoid them being soft targets. Cool. Um, one other thing, um, I'm not asking for advice from other people. I'm just giving a thought. Um, you have a specific uh, vigilante running around. If there's anything you can mention to Elio so that you can that can make Blackjack have a better opinion of her. I'm already giving Elio my best advice in terms of um, okay. having Blackjack like her. But okay. I think having actually talked to Blackjack about it, I think it's going to be a pretty uphill battle. Okay. Yeah, I, I suspect move A would be step down. Yeah. Which is not going to happen. But, yeah, I mean, but Blackjack's who's going to take the spot? <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, Blackjack's opinion of her is very strikes me as being very similar to um, your buddy, what's his name, Varric Van Kaskikens. Mm-hmm. And um, what Iliosa could do to make Varric Van Kaskikens like her, it, it's, it's like asking what um, Harry Potter could do to make Snape like him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there there are some things where the prejudice is deep enough that I don't think it's going to be fixed, mm-hmm. and that's the, that's the advice that I provide. Cool. And, and you know, I, I obviously put in a voice for shutting the quarantine down as soon as possible. Yeah. But obviously, that's kind of a as soon as they they give her advice that the plague won't be massively spread by doing that. It's not so, really a yeah, service. Yeah. Yeah, which you know, she doesn't need the advice of. Yeah. Broadly speaking, the quarantine is not good. Uh, you may make a sense motive check against her here. Yep. Yeah. You are here. Um, jack dice. Jack dice. Oh, you did well. Yeah, that's um, just as well. I don't have you along to make it <laughs> to get the whole sense motive check. The nineteen. Okay, so you will pick up. Um, 
this is a stress point for her. And it's a pretty major stress point for her. The the quarantine overall and what's happening in Old Corvosa in a broader sense are um, problems that are weighing heavily on her mind. What you, The way you'll pick this up is your meeting literally goes on for maybe about two and a half hours um, to the point where you're late in the afternoon, it gets dark, she lights a couple of candles on the table and blows off a couple of functionaries who come up to say, you know, you're meeting with Lord McSnooty Pants is overdue, and she yeah. just kind of goes, yeah, yeah, well, you know, yeah. don't wait. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have pressing needs. So she is stressed by this. She really, really doesn't want to let the Arconas out of quarantine, particularly. Yeah. Um, you could draw... You, you get no further information from the GM on that score. You could draw any conclusion you wanted on how much of the quarantine is for the good of the city and how much of it is to keep the Arconas away. Yeah. Which is also for the good of the city if they spread the plague. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do my best to lighten her load as full amount. Yeah. Because I can't really tell her that all this is going to be okay, but I endeavour to reduce, to the extent that Jack is capable of it, to reduce a little bit the stress that she's put herself under. And because you know it's there, there's that thing nudging her again. Um, You know, she's upset at Gloria Arcona, at House Arcona, broadly. Um, She... She she really hates Gloria Arcona because he's a raving misogynistic asshole before he actually ever does anything to her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just and who he is is offensive to who she is. And also, he's a raving misogynist asshole who's been doing his best to lecture her twenty four seven on how she could do everything better if she just did it his way. Yeah. Or if she was only a male. Yeah. And, and one of the things she explicitly hates is men telling her that she's too young, pretty, and stupid to make her own decisions. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, lost my point slightly in there. Um, ah, yes, so she really hates him. She hates House Arcona because she's taken the, what you've taken. You know, Rack Mosca said he thinks they're behind it. You've told her that that's what she thinks as well. Um, so she hates them on that count. But that's that push that's nudging her on because you're aware it's there and you're looking for it. It's that same thing. She's angry at them here, and pushed along. She's really angry at them here. Yeah. So there's the thing that's influencing her is definitely still influencing her. Yeah. Yeah. And and in this particular case, it's literally anger that's yeah. pushing. She's not worried or upset by them. She's angry at them. Yeah. Yeah, in which case she might be able to... Angry enough to rip a chunk off that table with her bare hand. Yep. Yeah. Um, cool. And that is... Um, and that um, I will conclude the scene by thanking her again for asking me. Yep. I, I, the best of my knowledge, is the first time anybody from the streets has been consulted on what was going on in the city in the entire yep. history of Corvosa. <laughs> and she turns away from you and stares, you know, dip, says, dismisses you turns away from you and stares into the candle flame, and as you are leaving, um, you hear floating through the garden the voice, How do I choose who lives and who dies? Why must it be me? Be it daughter or son, cousin or niece, I destroy a family. I stand alone between the flame and the city. Oh, poor Leosa. And uh, you may make a perception check as you go. Oh yes, uh, twenty-five. Yeah, so it's you do see that. 
She says, I stand alone between the flame and the city. She's got her back turned to you, and you see... So you're, you're looking at her back, and what you see is her hand comes <coughs> round, does this, and the candle goes out. And as she basically puts the candle out by virtue of just bringing her hand round and going straight onto the flame. And her shoulders wince very slightly. Mm. She's in a bad place. It would appear so. And that is that. So what do I can I what do I draw from the fact that she puts the candle out just by by, by Well, um, think about putting a candle out with your bare hand. It, it, it hurts her. Yes. Yeah. Um, like it's it's by no means a horrible crippling injury or anything at all. Yeah. You could actually do it. You Helen could do it trivially. Yeah. You just then run off and go, oh god, and run your hand under cold water and things. Yeah. Um, also, this being the Queen's gun, there's literally those little bell-shaped things on sticks for exactly for doing this. Yeah. Or more likely, she should just walk off and leave the servants to take care of it. But no, she. It's. Uh... No, that that is the extent of what you can draw on a twenty-five yeah. perception check because you have, you've got a good view of it. You haven't got a superb view of it, right? Yeah, and you may draw whatever conclusion you desire okay. from um, what what people harming <coughs> themselves by putting candles out with their bare hands. Yep. Oh dear. Cool. cool. Okay. Uh, and uh, onward to find our fate. We go. Uh, where next? You said Tanith and then um, Silverversa? I have Silver Tanith and the Curse of the Crimson Throne to um, researching the curse mm-hmm. on my things that aren't in Old Gulvosa list. Mm-hmm. Okay. So why don't we do Silver Tanith next? Cool. Set the scenes. Okay, so I don't know where the, what, I, he's always in his office now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah you may make arrangements to see Tanith. Yeah. Um, as, as you please, fairly easily. Yeah, probably sometime soon after the reward ceremony. Yeah. If you, um, if you are endeavouring to arrange a um, public, a more public meeting with him, you can do so. He's literally got a string of side rooms off of the palace where he can meet with literally agents of his. Okay. So. Uh, it's probably not so much of a private thing. Um, uh... Probably a little bit more comfortable do, if I didn't do it. Do you want other people knowing you're coming into the palace to see Tanith? I think the answer is no. Well, yeah, the answer is no, because he wants to keep our relationship sure. kind of a little bit more secret, right? Okay. So you are in one of the myriad side meeting rooms in the palace with Tanith. Okay. And once again, you are taken in there by one of the, um, you know, one of the pretty smiling functionary girls. Oh, his, okay, not Spike. His... <laughs> No, his his staff seems to consist of a bunch of young women under yeah. him doing all his all his functionary work and all his like his secretary work and that sort of thing. It's like, is it because they gravitate towards him or he gravitates towards them? And one of them <laughs> takes you into a room to assist with whatever it is that you need to to um you know ask the seneschal's advice about. Mm. And then you know she smiles, dimples at you, you know. He shouldn't be more than a few minutes. I, he shouldn't be more than a few minutes. You can wait on your own. Or I can stay if you're lonely. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Okay, why not? <laughs> Tell me about yourself. And Christabel will stay and flirt with you for five minutes or something. Yeah, sure. And then Tanith appears, um, moves around. She gets up out of the chair, you know, pulls it out for him. He sits down. Ugh. 
Thank you, Christabel. There's a beer. <laughs> she titters slightly and then exits stage left. Oh my gosh. Okay, yeah. so he, he, he's, he's wanting them now. Okay. Yeah. This is... Well, he's he's literally told you that um, you should keep a harem of women around you that you can manipulate for your own purposes. Oh, okay. All right. Like yeah. he, oh, he plus ex- they're female, they're humans as well. Yeah, he, he yeah. explained to you that you should have flora. Or uh, it might have been that you should trade flora in for a higher level female cleric to <laughs> just remove disease on you because, you know, that's really useful to have one of those in your stable, yeah. stable of available women. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that, that Mordell's pimp dad isn't sufficiently classed for the pimp. <laughs> I didn't make the NPC. <laughs> no, I hit your foot. Oh, uh, okay. No, no, um, Adam was giving me faces. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, Hard to tell who's giving Tanith faces. puts now. his feet up on the table, his robes fall back to his thigh, and he says, Silver Rose, what brings you to Castle Corvosa this day? I just want to congratulate you on your new son. Ah, Gaforiel. Yes. It's deeply unfortunate that Mordell has been lost to us, but the time has come for us to move on. It just seems it seems clear that it's likely that I will not see my son again any time soon. That's a shame, because it was some it was something I was thinking of. You seemed like you're in need of a, a sun figure in your life. I miss my dear Mordell. If I had any clue, any inkling about what had happened to him. But alas, some mysteries, there are no answers to be found. Because hmm. I was going to offer, like, I have these magical abilities. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, if you wanted... I don't know. Now and then. If you wanted to see a version of your son. That's <gasps> wow. Oh. That's so pathological. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just sick. It does fit in with his family. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's Actually. also wanting to get close to his father so we can find out what's yeah. going on. Yes, but what's going to tell him the truth at that point? Have you met the family? Yeah, <laughs> this, this family is it, might be, it might be a way that he edges in towards it, mm-hmm. but in the, mo- in the meantime... Tanith will stare at you for a long, long searching <laughs> moment. Show me, if you would. Indeed, you can... Yeah, he'll, he'll stand up and... and He'll use a little bit of prestigitation to fancy it up. Yeah. And he'll turn into Mordell with a really fancy outfit. Yeah. And Tanith again watches you with long, sort of the long searching gaze. Sherwood's eyes. You look just like him. It's uneerie how similar to my son you are. The last scion of the Mandravius line. Um, I studied in magic um, at the same time as he did. I got to know him reasonably well. I am, of course, something of a scholar of magic. Myself, I recognize the effects of illusory disguise spells. But it's so flawlessly close. You could practically be him. I could, couldn't I? 
Alas. Enough, please. That's an offer. I'll dismiss the, the disguise self and go back to Silver. No, thank you. To be so close to something like my son, and yet so far away, I think it would be better to spend my time bonding with young Graforial. That's a shame, because... Giving him the love and affection that I would have otherwise lavished upon my child. That's a shame, because her fatherly figure was something that I was lacking in my life. That is a shame, but unfortunately we must face the facts that you were Silver Rose, not Mordell Mandravius. No matter how much both of us might like that to be the case. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> yeah, it's so Lex and Lionel from Small. <laughs> yeah. Damn it! I thought I could edge in a little bit there with just no, like the yeah. self. I think the next step in that one is going to be telling him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> actually want to move it on. Yeah. If you want to just keep dancing, the opportunity is definitely there. Yeah. Um, I think at this point, I think he'll want to ascertain whether or not Tanith is still interested in doing business with them. Absolutely, yes. Oh, okay, so he is still no, interested? No question about that. Okay, um, he'll also explain about what happened with Andersane. Yep. Um, that he... Uh, have we done that already? No, we no, haven't. We haven't. Um, so, with Andersane, we did have a battle with her, but... Beforehand, I did offer her that she could be pulled out by the city. I didn't know how far I could take that, as saying too much more, I couldn't, there wasn't any way I could talk her into it, um, unless, I mean, even if I said, like, basically, the team was there, and if I said that the money was coming from you, then, yes, I would have gotten her, but then they would have found out where the money was coming from, as you understand. He nods. And um, then I would have also had to convince her that my word was good. Understandable. With getting money from you. Understandable. Perhaps you should have shown her your model impersonation. That's rather convincing. I was already doing an impersonation at the time. I think she might have... <laughs> Disguises within disguises, yes. It can be difficult to keep track of who one really is. Yeah, and I'm... Oh. <laughs> uh, well, that's a vicious slide on a number of levels. <laughs> but I did offer her a concession. Luckily, I managed to drag her out to an area where we were able to ambush her. So the, the battle wasn't a difficult one. It is a shame to lose a warrior of her caliber and one who could be brought to service to the city and to the house Tinto House Mandravius with the proper with the proper motivations. A contractual arrangement is always so much simpler and of course she was a woman. He smiles slightly. It shouldn't have been any any much trouble to bring her to heal. Speaking of that... like Anderson, it was such a good deal. <laughs> Speaking of that, why do you let Octavia treat you like that? My wife and I have a very unique relationship based on a certain mutual respect. 
But quite clearly, you're a. You deserve to be treated better than she does. On the contrary. My lady wife desires Lee greatly, and who would not? He says, stretching out more slightly. But you're a talented wizard, and she just ignores that and treats you like you're a piece of man flesh. (laughs) He smiles slightly. I'm sure you two have had the burdens of facing people who only wanted you for your physical appearance, but it has certain benefits as well. Yes, it does. And dear Octavia has been a constant delight to me, and being a part of the Mandravius family in Corvosa has made all the difference to me. I am most sincerely delighted to be married to her, and I look forward to the two of us being together right up until the end. Elf human romance is so creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Until the end. Her end, not my end. (laughs) Well, it's even creepier when it's kind of a political expedience match, because, you know, it's like, it's just weird. (laughs) Yeah, because he's going to take on the the family name while Octavia's passed on. Yeah, he's he's, he's totally prepared to give her what what she signed up for, and then he'll just move on with stage two of his plan. He will certainly outlive Octavia, and he will probably outlive you as well. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm only a half-elf. I've only got like 120 years. Basically, to him, her entire life is just a little stepping stone. Yeah. Uh, you you actually literally don't now don't know how old Tanith is. He's mm. he's never in the same way you don't ask a woman her age. Yeah. He's, got the same, elf, he's got the same yeah. thing going on and it's really hard to tell because he's so over glammed and made up that he could yeah. be anywhere within like a hundred years back. Yeah, because he's probably got in a couple of amulets of charisma. And uh, elves have to be really old before you can tell they are yeah. old. Yeah. yeah. Um, can I do a sense motive on him to if there's anything underlining that I'm not picking up immediately? Uh, so that's, uh, oh, my full sense motive finally. 27. You received no further information. Oh, you sneaky bastard. He's had centuries to practice. This role was good. <laughs> oh, his role was good. I need more sense motive, damn it. You just you need to you need to level more. Okay, and that's um Yeah, that's, that's most much of that. what I wanted to do. I just wanted to be a little bit salty about the fact that he got himself a new son. Yep. And <laughs> and the conversation will then drift on to and I'll just broadly info dump this because it's gonna be lengthy and boring. Yeah. Um he talks to you at length about what he's doing with Graforiel and how mm-hmm. he's He's teaching him to be his wizarding apprentice and, you know, relying on his, his intellect and bringing his intellect along with um, some helpful magical items. Uh, I'll ask how he's doing. <laughs> like, I think the poor magic. lad has had a very unfortunate life far away from his family. I would think my dear second nephew, twice removed, would have a closer relationship with the family, but no, he ended up working for a dwarf of all people in the city. It's warped his perspective somewhat, but we'll bring him round and basically tells you he's he's teaching Griff to be his wizarding apprentice. Yeah. Um, he's Griff is now living in House Mandravius as a proper um, son. Or re- uh, recognised son. Yeah. And thus... And Tanith goes through you, you know, now he has the swimming pool, now he has the fancy Oh, he's trying to make me feel a little little jealous. Honestly, after this conversation, I think that was the entire point of the whole thing. What? To make you jealous. Yeah. That's the only reason reason they're doing it. He's he's definitely emphasizing what a great life Griff has now. Yeah. 
you know, that alas, Mordell does not have any more. <laughs> you don't need a sense motive check to no, pick that up. Yeah, you know, because he's hurling it into a pretty apparent yeah. on the surface. Yeah. So yeah, that, that goes on, and then that's... See? Yeah. Cool. Well, I think we can save the chips for next week because, you know, we've got cookies and candy. Yep. Yeah, do we want to put them in the Absolutely. Yeah. Onward. Alright. I'll, I'll pass on what Griff's doing to you. So, that you know what's going on with him. Yep. All the details. But he's got a swimming pool now and he's eating caviar and he's probably going to get a pet pseudo-dragon. Oh, this is, this, is not, this is not a big secret to you. Griff has also told you this at great length. Oh, and yeah. Allegedly. Kenneth is going to put him on the straight and narrow. Mm. At, which, at which point Gar tries not to laugh and fails miserably. Yeah, the, the version you get from Griff is considerably more slanted. I've got this awesome life now and I've got a swimming pool and maids. So many young pretty maids in that house for some reason. Yeah. And, and I know. assume Tanner's going well, to I mean, he wants me to worship Asmodeus and obviously I'm not doing that. I mean, not that I'd lie to him because lies are against Saren Ray. Or and, how, and halfway through this um, rant that he's climbed, I'm going to go. Oh, by the way, Lamb's dead. Oh, yes, of course. You remember... Several, oh, what? <laughs> you remember several years back, he says, that I told you that I had a plan and I had the situation all under control? Three and a half years later, here we are. What was your I plan? I had it all under control. <laughs> and you see, he does this very tanith like thing. He doesn't put his feet up on the table and show off his, um, show off his thighs. He it's rolls his, his sleeves up and shows off his blacksmith's guns. Yeah, those he have good guns. He he is actually more at least well. That's all part of your plan. Because you're paying the people who actually did the work, shouldn't you, lads? And if you had made if you'd made a proper contract with the Church of Asmodeus, but I don't think my dear father would approve of doing that sort of thing without a contract. Sorry. (laughs) Oh my gosh, he's the salty little bitch now. As he sits there dressed in his fine, fine robes. I think the um, thing is you should be worried about whether Tanith can corrupt him. Oh, By the way, I'm, totally corrupting I'm, him already. It, I'm going to sign up for the Blade of Corvosa the way he's thinking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Is he actually a decent fighter? No one's ever seen him fight. No one's ever seen him fight. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm he's so, the, so going he's, he's, the, he's the brave Sir Robin kind of fighter. He, no, no, no. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's, um... Do you, do you know that he, one? He, he's a uh, plant fighter. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> yes, but you know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, trans, yeah. Transparently so obvious. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. Brave, brave, no, no, brave, brave, brave. Yeah, that was all I need to know? Yeah, yeah. He, okay. You will fight. Just making sure. Yeah, yeah you know, the, um, the song goes yeah. on for about 20 verses, but you got the gist. Yeah, yeah. Transparently, obviously, he is... Like moderately strong, moderately quick. Yeah. Because he's an elf, he's slightly quicker than a normal person, and slightly less um so what, less healthy because because higher dexterity, lower no. con. But then he's quite built for an elf. He's got decent muscles. Like me. Yeah. Oh jeez, he's almost a double double Be- for me. Isn't and he? he's got them because he's literally worked as a blacksmith apprentice and yep. done that sort of hard manual labor and that sort of thing. Um, those will disappear when he becomes a wizard. So, Garen, you also know, because these are things that you know, that he's moderately strong, he's moderately quick. Um, he's not terribly wise. He's <laughs> um, totally... But he is actually... He at least has enough levels and stuff to be proficient with weapons. Oh. So he's not common. So do commoners. 
No, Commodus, you're only proficient with one weapon. (laughs) You are aware that he is proficient with more than one weapon. (laughs) He might even have warrior levels. Oh, Oh, shame. (laughs) (laughs) Could be worse. He could be the next bit. But you've you've never seen him get into any fight more serious than a little shoving match type thing. Yeah. Then again, he may may also have been not putting a lot of effort in. Anyhow. Okay. On with the show? Yeah. Researching I, the... No? Yes, I was... No, yes, that's right. I was just going to say, um, my company message board today, there was a big argument about whether gnomes were any good. Matt was talking smack about gnomes, so I had to shut him down. Did you see the post that Miriam, like, posted and I reposted it to the, the Discord with the gnome using, uh, what was it? So you reduce... Mm-hmm. Oh, reduced person. Yes, yeah, there's... No, no, reduced person. Reduced person. What's a reduced person? Uh, reduced person, person and then use magic hand to fly yourself around. Yes. Yeah, that was posted on the company <laughs> message board and then, um, we had a big conversation about uh, gnomes which led into Matt saying that you shouldn't be a gnome barbarian and then when I said you can't who be a gnome barbarian he went on to say that gnomes suck and you just shouldn't play a gnome period. Oh no, Matt. you're currently playing a gnome. <laughs> yeah, I explained that. <laughs> so, so I defended no more today. Yay. <laughs> your, your research on the Curse of the Crimson Throne yes. in the University Library. Uh, what you already know, no ruler of Corvosa has ever passed the throne directly to an heir. Um, that is a historical fact. There is wild speculation as to the reasoning. People blame Castle Scarwall's curse. People blame the stealing of the land from the Shawante. People blame uh, Chalaxian soul packs with devils to sell the ruler's soul continuously. Um either to keep Corvosa strong or keep it weaker than Shelyax, depending on who you listen to. Uh, you know there is no consistency in the logic behind why the throne doesn't pass. You had a bunch of heirs that haven't been sired from impotent rulers. You've had a bunch of stillbirths. You've had heirs that have been born before the person assumed the throne, who have since died. You've had heirs that have been murdered. You've had heirs that are too mentally enfeebled to actually take up the throne. Heirs that haven't been able to muster the popular support and have generally been rousted out of the city and a whole bunch of other reasons along that line but there's no there's no pattern there's no consistency it's not everyone dies in a heart, mysterious heart attack like thing yeah why yeah. are the heirs were struck by lightning so I'm 13 times I'm doing this means a lot <laughs> I'm doing this with Garen because if oh. he's prepared to come along and yeah. Silver as well okay, yeah. research dwarf yeah. because Garen is awesome at knowledge civilization I was hoping yep, yep, he would yep, make the primary role in Silver sense. Silver and I so, can make assist unless Silver Well, you're welcome to do an independent role and see if you can get the fluke number. I'm going to assist Garen because I'm rubbish at it. Miss yeah. McCree lets you into the library. Yeah, yeah. Don't research dwarf. I have to say, um, Jack t- takes a certain amount of satisfaction in um, going in and flashing those passes. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll boost a. No, I'm rerolling that. What? Oh. Can you do that? Yeah, I have cards in my hand. Okay. Yeah, so so at that you end up in the same place you were previously. You gain no further information than you presently have. Because you need to exceed the current number that you are sitting What are we on. exceeding? Uh, you have not yet hit a difficulty 30. Okay, so we're going for 30. Yeah, is that something high. we can do? Yeah. Barely, if I max out and then uh, yeah, you assist. Right. That's right, sorry, well, I, I didn't I, I realize we'd already... Well, so we no, no, you, you, uh, you're remembering that you are then adding a plus 10 to your oh, roll. So okay. Okay. That's the access to the So plus 14 at minimum. Yeah. So what do you um, need to get the 30? 
I need to roll better than a one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, is it worth spending the fate point? I hadn't realised you guys had. I, I, I had obviously missed that you guys had already researched this extensively. Yeah. There's yeah. only one. There's only the one. I think it's worth There's it. only the DC thirty worth of information they're missing. Okay. Uh, your other alternative is to walk away. You're done with it for this downtime scene. You can come back to it in a future, in a future downtime, just as you have here. I think the sooner we know what the problem is, the sooner we can start working on it. I, it would be good to know, but I think that I would recommend saving the cards yeah, and aiming for, aiming for next level when you've got more more staff. Yeah, I, I want to spend it now. Okay. okay. What I, I didn't get the plus two. I can't. What can the winged serpent give me? Anything? Absolutely not. We're still, we're still on constitution cards, aren't we? Yeah. 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 Uh, no, it is the lawful good card of wisdom represents a koatl, uh, represents knowing the perfect time to strike a bridge of understanding. No. No. Um, okay, well, I'll just take it for the wheel then. Yeah, I'll give you a plus two, hopefully. Um... You only needed 10. Yeah, I only needed 10. And Jack's still so, yeah. doing the same. I've made in my effort and didn't quite make it. Cool. I gave you, I've given you a plus two, so that's all. Oh, you got one more. Okay, I think that's Unsurprisingly. it. Unsurprisingly. Uh, why? Why did you do that to why me, guys? Why must it be me? Alright, so, so we... Yeah, I'm not rolling a one. I'm not rolling for anything, I'm just rolling out the bad stuff. Four. Eleven. <laughs> Eleven. Two. two. Wow. There we go. Twenty. Okay. Now you got rid of your natural twenty. So yeah. well, let's you, recharge the dice. Well, you don't find anything further about the curse hidden in the archive of the library. You do find several other interesting things. <laughs> <laughs> Play dwarf. When, when, when you get home, you find that hammer that you've been missing for months. Wait. So dwarf bread doesn't use rocks? What's this flour? I've never heard of it. Why would anyone put flowers into bread? I keep substituting clay. And everyone tells me my cakes are so tough. I spend a whole week digesting it. That's the point. I lad. Yeah, then you don't have to waste time eating food when you could be in the smoothie. Okay, and then I think the next one is... Um, we we are cutting to at least a couple of weeks later. Huh? Yep. And this is everyone in the party um, going to. Everyone who uh, wants e- to. Sorry, anyone in the party who wants to going into Old Corvosa for at least a week or so. Yep. Yeah. Um, at which point, I will. I'll get who's going. I'll call for a streetwise check to to get the broad picture of what's happening in Old Corvosa. You'll get the minimum result anyway and it's yep. then whatever you find because you see what's happening with your human eyes and things um, there's no humans there <laughs> then you want to separately investigate how Devago Bavati died which is another streetwise check then you want to go talk to Gloria Kona, which should be an interesting trick yeah um, so who's going into Old Corvosa I want to go into Old Corvosa as the silver because those are both silver agendas does anyone want to come with us uh, not for any information. I'm just wondering if you need any Um, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> that um, if I go, I'll be going to help the poor, so I won't be doing streetwise things. Um, okay. I, I, that's what 
I w- that's what I want to be doing. If you want to come along with me, I can. We can do our team up where I find people who need help on, on the street and yeah, protect no, you. Really and you, you do, and you help out at the clinic or set up your own okay. wee clinic. People who can't get into the regular life. I also have create food and water. Yeah. Now, so I can do that as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, with remove disease, you can pro- we can go around finding people who are in desperate immediate need and help them out. Yeah. And then rest for the day and then do it again. Okay. Every eight hours. Just yep. on cycle. So, the situation in Old Corvosa, I'm going to say about five weeks in past quarantine. Sounds about right, I think, to, to get all the things that we've been involved in done. Okay, so the three of you enter Old Corvosa. You, when you go across the, the one bridge that is still standing, the big heavy stone one, all the wooden bridges have been burnt down, um, you are taken across. Uh, this is theoretically um, within the Corvosan Guard's um, domain to keep this bridge straight. Uh, what you get instead is there is li- literally like one Corvosan Guard in the pile of people on duty here. Um, it is a reasonably big squad. There's over two dozen men just holding this bridge that you can see openly out and about. Um, but only one of them is a Corvosan guardsman. The rest are a combination of Hell Knights, Sable Guard, and mm. um, uh, Grey Maidens. Mm. Um, so you are checked over by a doctor for Blood Veil. Um, then you are placed in quarantine to ensure that you are not bringing in Blood Veil that they have not yet detected. Which is literally you're taken across the. You are taken across the. Um, Sorry, you are not taken across the bridge. You are put in what's essentially a hospice set up on the mainland side of the bridge. Put in that for three days. It's boring, because you can't leave, because you're in quarantine. Yeah. Having done that, you are then escorted across the bridge. I totally spend those three days doing the spell research that I'm doing, because, you know... (laughs) Across the other side of the bridge, there are a squad of Arcona armsmen holding this end of it. Um, and upon basically checking your paperwork, um, and Silver as the person that has linguistics, mm-hmm. can you give me a perception check here? A perception yes. or a linguistics? Perception. perception. How good a look at the paperwork do you get that they are? Oh, it's not a very good look. It's a seven. Now, what's so, your adding to your perception? Oh, you don't zero. have any perception. I've right, got yeah. zero wisdom. So, <laughs> they have a piece of paper that says on it, apparently, that the doctor has checked you and you don't have blood veil and you're now permitted into Old Corvosa. Presumably there's a similar thing for going out again. Mm. But literally, Silver is looking at is, is looking out over the water and thinking how pretty it all is. And, mm. you know, this, this would be lovely to compose a song about how the water looks at sunset going under yeah. the Great Stone Bridge. And what you see is it's, it's a piece of paper with some writing on it. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, if it I could be a look at it. It could be a tragedy about you know a tragic song about you know you're entering this place that's so difficult to leave and why can't yeah. everyone just get out and be free? <laughs> as free as the water, <laughs> as free as the wind. Oh, and then as free you as the are press. in Old Corvosa, and you begin to wander about and see what it is that you see. Yes. And at this point, I will call for streetwise checks to get the get the info dump on what's happening in Alcovosa. I get an inadequate six. <gasps> I don't get an inadequate one. Twenty-one. Silver's paying attention. Twenty-eight. <gasps> <gasps> 
it was like her epic skill. Yeah. Yeah. But that was awesome. If it's any consolation, I'm really annoyed you got did so much better than I did, even though that's not exactly my best skill. I rolled a 19 and I have plus 9 to it. I would love to have high streetwise, but it was one of the ones I ran out of points for, and particularly seeing you're like the mistress of streetwise. So, you know all the things. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Excellent. Um, what you can observe, very blatantly walking around, is there have been several fires in Old Corvosa at some point, probably a couple, several weeks ago, about when the quarantine was announced, there was rioting, there were presumably the fires then. Several buildings, particularly around the area of the Mainstone Bridge, have been burnt down. Um, this has been pretty much brought under control. Um, there is food coming through the quarantine in from trade carts and that sort of thing, but food is a little short, trade goods are a little short, everybody's, nobody's starving and dying, but they're all pinched. So it's like Britain under the ration, it's Britain and... Very, the, yes, actually, that's an excellent analogy, Britain under rationing. It's, uh, nobody's... Nobody's starving, totally but there's only so much to go around. Yeah. Um... House Arcona are getting the lion's share of the credit for um, keeping the supplies going. Keeping the supplies going because they've got their poor shelters working overtime. Yeah. Um, there appear to be a number of Arcona armsmen out and about on the street, and surprisingly few, um, if any, sable guard and that sort of thing around. And what you find out when Flora and Silver ask their more cunning questions instead of just using their eyes. Yeah. Um, is that functionally there's a turf war going on where the Arcona armsmen are pushing all the other forces out. Oh. Uh, they don't have any legal right to be the only ones patrolling Old Corvosa, but they're here in all their numbers. No one else is in here in all their numbers. The other guards are not really prepared to go to bloody war on the streets over it or anything of the sort, because they're all there to keep the peace. So the Arcona armsmen are functionally the operational police force of Old Corvosa at this point. Yeah. Which means that Gloria Arcona is functionally in charge of Old Corvosa, yeah. be it with a bunch of restrictions on what he can and can't do. Yeah. Um, he's not the king, but he may as well be the king of this little tiny country. Yeah. He's... So that's like... Um, he's king shit of Turn Mountain. That, that's, go- that's Gotham... Um, that's Gotham after the... Um, that's like the penguin taking his own district and that kind of thing. Oh, yes. The- shut up some doors to get a few less folks coming in. Sure. Uh, so, I will dig out this so people can see the map. So you have some idea what I'm talking about. Uh, Garrison Hill here, which is this big area behind the fort where Palace Arcona is, is actually doing very well. Um, nobody there is going hungry. Everyone there is well protected, etc., etc. On the other end of the city. Oh, well, Corvosa, this end, where Against the old Dox and Eels end is, Arcona Armsmen don't go down there. Oh, <laughs> that's, okay. That's, that's now crime land again. Oh, okay. Uh, because somebody has heroically stepped up to take Bavago's Bavasi's place. Uh, it actually hasn't happened in a bloody gang war. Yeah. Or, the, you know, there has been some gang warfare, but very little relative to the mm. amount you'd expect. Uh, rather than bloody gang, gang war, it appears to have been done through persuasion and cunning. Uh, and the new crime lord of Old Corvosa, his name is Pilt's Lamb. Oh no, oh. not Pilt's Lamb. 
former owner of Exemplary Excretiables, which is oh, still shit. open and running. It's just being run by someone else. Oh, just when he said when you said former, I hopped the place and burnt to the ground. <coughs> he is self-styling himself as the Emperor of Old Corvosa. Oh my god. Um, and as a part of his glorious emperorship, he is offering free tickets to his horrible, horrible <laughs> um, yeah. gore and smut plays. Yeah. Oh, no. okay. I'm going to burn it down. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, for the safety of the world, I'm going to burn it down. So that area is the cops don't go down there, but yeah. <laughs> for the sake yeah. of everything good and decent. I'm burned um, down. <laughs> the Clash of Steel, Vincalo's building, is still open, albeit on more limited hours because he has only maybe a tenth of the students he did, because the vast majority of people that can afford his fees and have the background to want his training live on the mainland. Yeah. Um, the majority of them are not going to go through the quarantine and go and stay in Old Corvosa, and they're not going to go seven days through the quarantine just to get a lesson. So his business is a bit, is pretty much screwed. Um, he's keeping it open, it can't possibly be making any money at this point, but... It still exists. How, why has he not gone to the mainland? Good question. We, we don't know yet. Okay, yeah. cool. Like, the physical building of that is here. Mm. And he lives here. Yeah. And always has. That shows a lack of dedication to his rich students. Uh, and the Endron Military Academy is shut. Is literally shut down. Yeah. The Sable Guard have pulled out of it, closed the building, locked it, and left. Yeah. And they have moved their operations to Citadel Volshenk. And so that is what is happening in Old Corvosa. So I think if we briefly state what Flora and I are up to and then Silver can do is more complicated bit. Sure. So I think Flora and I want to spend at least a few weeks in Old Corvosa. Yeah. Um endeavouring to like set up a probably set up a little flora clinic somewhere not too shady and funnel people through it. You know, supplying them with the food and food and water and that kind of thing if they're running short and um, supplying them with either short-term healing or long-term medical care, depending on how desperate their case is, and just take a bit of pressure off the the poor and the city resources and try and speed up the the help of the quarantine and help people through it a little bit. At which point um, you're there long enough, Flora, to see... um the House Arcona definitely has the men to go crush the Emperor of Old Corvosa if they were so inclined. If they were inclined to put a serious effort into it and spend resources and lives doing it, they could stop that the, the den of crime and iniquity. But they're not. And it's actually to their net benefit that something exists that can make people be glad that House Arcona is there to protect them from it. And that's not exactly unprecedented with the house psychos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the the two of them are in this sort of sim- symbiotic relationship. Yeah. Both um, of them benefit from that's a well, pretty gross symbiotic the, the relationship. Piltsland benefits from House Arcona not crushing him. Yeah. yeah. And House Arcona benefits from having a threat that the citizens can be worried about and protected from. Yeah. And um, while I'm in there. I want to go have lessons at the Clash of Steel. Yeah. And I would like to pay for them if I can get away with that. Sure. Yeah. He's not going to turn down you're money. The, you're, you're the Dragon Mark hero of Corvosa now. I know you can afford it now. <laughs> <laughs> and um, just basically check how Ben Carlo's doing. Yeah. Which we can do as a scene, or I can just... It's, it's fine. He's he's not happy, yeah. surprisingly. But he's he's alive. He's functional. You know. Yeah. He's certainly not going to starve or die. Or no, I never thought he would. <laughs> um, 
and you know House Arcona um, after the uh, after the Arcona Armsman's initial efforts to protect his building, they've stopped doing it. Yeah. What he isn't because they because he's discouraged because them? he's told them to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's some discouraging. Like I'll protect my building myself. Thanks. Yeah. Go away. <laughs> You know, we might put the clinic right near the classroom. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yep. In, 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 a, in a nice non-Arcona zone. Yeah. Because <laughs> we don't really don't want it. To, we don't want it to be up in the palace where things are fancy, but we also yeah. don't want it to be down in Eel's End where the nope. eggs are entirely yeah. Yeah, yeah, the pressure steals out about a good bit. Yeah. Right. yeah. Plus, the pati- I'm sure the patient's... Uh, we'll feel better knowing that he's next door. <laughs> and then if anybody does try to start some shit with us... <laughs> Okay. Although honestly, at this level, I think um, people are going to start rethinking Mikey Flora, unless they've got a whole lot of them. So, Silver. Yeah. I'm sorry. Was that you? Concluded? Yes, that, that was everything. So, Silver, Dragon Mart, Hero of Corvosa, Queen's Champion, Secret Heir of House Mandravius, yeah. Sworn Enemy of House Arcona. What's yeah. your master plan to have a sit down with Gloriole Arcona? Yeah. Um. I'm going to like how how hard is it to make an appointment just to, to, to meet him? Uh, like obviously I'm you... not going to be I'm not going to be parading my my badge. I'm not going to be parading anything. I'm going to be silver yep. silver yep. rose. You you just basically so you walk up to Palace Arcona, which obviously has walls, guards, etc., etc. Yeah. You speak to one of the guards. You say you know I want to um, make an appointment to speak with Lord Gloriel Arcona. Blah blah blah. Um, that, that's effectively what you're yeah. thinking. Sure. Um, you don't need to make a sense motive check here, or rather you will pass this automatically. Yeah. Um, they, you know, they, they ring a bell, the functionary comes out, they speak to the functionary, there's some nodding. The functionary tells you, sure, 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 let's see what sort of points we can make. Oh, alas, unfortunately, Lord Arcona has so many demands on his time. Blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, perhaps we could schedule one four weeks from now, and you look at him and you know that exactly what's going to happen is four weeks from now you'll show up and Gloria will have some sort of emergency that will prevent him attending yeah. that thing, and you'll be sent off for several more weeks. Yep. No, that's you're, fine. You've literally watched, um, you've, you've watched House Mandravius do, do this exact yeah. scam. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's fine. Silver just wanted to give him a fair chance to, to make himself uh, a good person in Silver's eyes. He wanted to give him the fair chance. That was the one big thing he wanted to do. Yep. And he doesn't want to do it. Yep. And that's absolutely fine. Cool. Uh, you can actually make me a sense motive check. That one you pick up automatically because yeah. the DC is low enough that you hit it easily. Uh, 17 plus... Uh, so that's 30... 30. Okay. So... You specifically, mm. and you would assume this broadly applies to the party as well, yeah. are persona non grata here. We've been blacklisted. Because you are the public queen's champions. <laughs> oh, so they know about that. Oh, there was oh, a giant yeah. award ceremony in yeah, public in front of hundreds and hundreds of people. Okay, so there were kind of people as well. It might have there taken some time. It was reported in the, in the paper. It might okay. have taken a little bit of time for them to get them, but it's been weeks and weeks. Yeah. So Wizard happened. College probably, and the alchemist probably set up uh, fire. I think... He thinks we've chosen a side. This this does not. This does not exhibit that Gloria Arcona possesses any sort of awesome information gathering system. Yeah, yeah. Everyone in the city is getting the the four-headed chimera. Obviously, Um, you are not persona non grata in the sense that 
you've been they've been told automatically turn these people away at all costs, but they've been told watch these people. You know, okay. they're they they are no friends of House Arcona. Okay. They are people of interest. And the impression you take away is basically if you start trying to bull through here and intimidating or physically push your way through, mm-hmm. then the wall is going to start descending on you. Yeah. No, he's not interested in pushing his way through. He wanted to have a civilized conversation. Yeah. But civilized is not what he's getting, obviously. Yeah, you 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 have no capacity to assume Glorio's personal motivations from this because yeah. you're not talking to him. You're talking some guards and functionaries. But they've been given... In fact, so what you will get specifically is someone in House Arcona, which Mm. might be Glorio, but might easily be other people as well, Mm. including Melia, who also easily has the power to order this, have said, if these people show up, you know, you turn them away. If they try and push through, you shout and sound the alarm. Yeah. Because these are not friends to House Arcona. Okay, so I take it then that that Verek has no interest in in saying hi to Silver at all. Um, He is not directly outside on the gates. Okay. It's just random people. He is the captain of the Arcona Armsmen. Yeah. And if you attempt to make an appointment with him, you get exactly the same response again. Okay. Oh, yes, you know, he has one a week and a half from now, (laughs) which will be cancelled, you know, because (laughs) of his many duties. Yeah. Okay, I get the feeling that anyone who's associated with the Arconas is not someone I can talk to anymore. You're getting snubbed, yo. Oh, damn it. I was going to have a friend. Okay, um, I think basically I'm going to also go back to um, Vincala Wasini. Is it? Or was it Vincala? Vincala, Vin- 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll go back there and I'll help you guys out with the... With the the triaging part of it. Cool. Well, I can definitely use someone else on the streets. Yeah. Because um, we probably want someone keeping an eye on Flora and someone out on the streets, and we can yeah. actually take turns doing those things. Because we've done enough research and you on can that. Do, and you can do some like mini benefit concerts to encourage people and that kind yeah. of thing as well. Yeah. Because so people here could probably really use a, a morale boost, and someone's yeah. really good at that. Yeah. There'll so be many I'll ones, that. not his giant benefit performances with the whole. Well, it'll just be me singing, so it's not going to be giant. Yeah. Anyway. There are. <laughs> Probably a shitload of entertainers in here because oh, entertainers no, is, there? is there any guards in this area? Yeah, I mean not not the high end ones, obviously. Yeah, but, but like we can have like people, a mini, mini benefit in the street. Yeah, yeah a mini benefit concert. Yeah, um, um, and also I'll talk to Vincarlo and see how it's going with him. Have yep. a beer with him if he wants one. I don't know what he does. Yep, he will totally drink beer. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> I, I, I can, like, I'm just saying beer, like, yeah. silver probably of wine, but, yeah. be part of burning down excretables. 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 Let's, let's, yeah. let's wait till Pilt Salam gives us a reason, and then we can yeah. all join. He's already given us a reason. He exists. His yeah. building's exists. Apparently he was available enough from, like, session four, maybe, the guy yeah. turned up in. Yeah. Yeah. We're now on probably fifth. Well, he's also the only surviving lamb. I'm okay yeah. with taking him out of the pit. I'm just worried um, her saint may have a few words to say to us about, you know, burning things down in Cavalsa. I don't think if she saw what was inside that building, I don't think she'd have have a problem with it. Well, it gets near the water, we can just sink it into the river. Yeah. Just um. sink that small portion of all Corvosa. <laughs> Maybe also ask a house icon in the meantime. 
couple more things that are happening as I think about them. Yeah. Uh, Jack, the relief stations that you were talking about, uh, that you were talking about, have been set up, with the exception of they're not in Garrison Hill. Yeah. And they're not in the yeah, in, in the old dock in Round Eel's End. Yeah. Um, and they've got a bunch of community leaders there. The word on the street that the Arcona armsmen are doing their their best to spread is that these people are essentially spies for the Queen and not to be trusted, and whatever you tell them will be used to abduct your children in the night and sell them for silver and green functionally. Wow. Um, All right. So I think Silver, Flora, and I do our best to spread the alternate world while we're in there. Propaganda campaign. Yay. Diplomacy. Yeah, but we for that, as and when we come to it. Yeah, which we'll as and when we come to the relevance of it. Yeah, because the thing is that, you know, if we can get even some people coming up, they'll get really great relief because uh, there, there won't be a lot of people using And the other, the other one you'd find out, because you're looking for this, is um, Verek Van Kaskiken, captain of the Arcona Armsman, has entered the Blade of Corvosa tournament. Yeah. Um, moreover, he, it's been pretty much talked about in the streets that he's doing so for the purpose of winning to flip off Iliosa. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Because he's going to win it on behalf of the Arcona Armsmen, the true protectors of Old Corvosa. You know, those who have the city's best interest <laughs> well, at heart. Well, just got straight ahead vision. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. He's he's entered it to snub the queen publicly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I had a feeling that he was just going to go downhill with with being cornered off like this. Yeah. yeah, the thing is, you know, like we belong to different factions. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. he's he's put me with one. Yeah. So I think that's that's everything on my list that isn't the mini adventures. Yay! Yeah. Let's get started. Just one quick thing. Sure. Uh, I picked um, what uh, skill bonus I'm getting. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. skill I'd bonus. Like let's do <laughs> skill bonuses before we forget about it. <laughs> oh, that's depressing. Well, uh, let's think, start thinking about it. I know what I'm going to do. Same okay. here. Yeah, so I, I would like a couple of things to happen at this point before the next venture starts. I'll get your skill bonuses. And also, if people want to advance or decrease their lifestyles, now is the time to do so. Right, yes. Ogara is extremely poor because he spent all his money as an adventurer should. So, well, people of Mulling, tell us tell us about your skills. Uh, so, Garen has finished his um, suit of armor, which he will be displaying for the first time in the tournament. Mm-hmm. And he decides uh, he's going to need a bit of an edge over some other people who would be armoured. So he wants to learn some acrobatics. Ah. How do you do oh. acrobatics in your armour? It's visceral. I only take a minus one armor check penalty. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's extremely light. <laughs> and I've trained all my life for heavy armour. Yeah, he's got feats and things to reduce his armour. Uh, uh, traits and things to reduce his armour. Light with my current armour. 19. Oh. So you'll be thinking so off doing cartwheels and book Before we legs. go on, we, we've got to ask ourselves, where does Garen get these tricks? Who, who in the city is the expert <laughs> in these things? Garen, who in the city is the expert in acrobatics that would train you in there? Uh, I'm pretty sure I know this. <laughs> yeah, you, you won't love the answer. Uh, when you go and inquire, you, you literally like go and inquire with the Queen's functionaries as a part of your reward, you know. Who can I see that would be good at this? And they go and check off their information, and they and they come back. Oh, yes, Mr. Silversmith. Uh, the 
premier athlete in the city has a back has a background travelling with a series of Parisian caravans, acrobatics and exotic training from the Far East. We recommend you go and see oh. Captain Rosalie Visky of the Great Navy. <laughs> She is prominently known for her tumbling and acrobatic antics. Beautiful. Damn it! I put my points in the survival. Okay. Hang on. Let's. I think we want to hear all about how this. Yeah, I know. I think this is going to be the the freaking Cinderella. So. And of course, you know, we will set that meeting up on your behalf. You meet her in the castle's training grounds, you know, tomorrow, rah, 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 for a series of, you know, uh, and you come the next day, ah, you know, oh, Mr. Silversmith, yes, uh, Captain Visky has informed us that based on your uh, known record with this particular skill, that it may take several weeks' worth of appointments for you to come <laughs> to the little proficiency necessary. So we've, we've booked them for you, and here's your new schedule. Uh, yeah. Ah, Garden, there you are. <laughs> Come in, come in. Rosalie is standing there looking very smug in what is literally a Parisian circus acrobat's outfit. <laughs> and she says, please come in. So I'm told you need to learn how to be a little lighter on your feet. Hi, Captain Princess. I needed to learn how to be able to move and flop about. And I thought, who's the biggest clown in the city? Oh, oh my god, is your my father Sandro was quite was quite the acrobat oh in not himself and did you not know that no <laughs> and my dear aunt my dear auntie Koya as my dear auntie Koya trained in strange ways of martial arts in Vien's eye so she has taught me a trick or two from there as well now for starters, I have simply laid this rope out. Ordinarily, we would elevate it about 40 meters up, but then you will fall on your head, and in your case, you will be fine. But I would not like to set the precedent for that, in case the next student of mine actually has a brain to get injured. Uh, so we will, for the moment, we will lay the rope up on the ground, and you'll simply balance across it. Of course, you can do this with, like, trivial ease. It's a rope you walk across it on. Good. Now, we could elevate it up, or we could make things more interesting. This time you'll go across, and I will throw knives at your feet. <laughs> oh, man. I do hope I am not so incensed about being called a princess that I inadvertently get angry and lose my focus and miss. But who knows what can happen? That is the life of an acrobat. When you're ready... <laughs> and yes, she will teach you tumbling and balancing and all that kind of thing. And I will end the day each day with my feet wraps. Yeah. And what she does is she starts you on um, on clothes rather than armor, then goes up to armor, which you get remarkably quickly because your armor is very light and flexible and all the rest of it. Uh, as is hers, because she's also commissioned in there as the captain of the Grey Maidens. Um, a, a mithril suit as well, yeah. which she tumbles and jumps around in, and that sort of thing. So I know it's possible. Yes. <laughs> so that is your training montage. Yay. Is that one of your points or both of your points? Both of my points. Cool. Dear Lord, both of my points. <laughs> okay, so Flora, mm-hmm. um, you are looking for a survivalist, and 
at this point, the poor functionaries are actually a little, um, a little stretched. Um, the one they point you to, which might take a couple of weeks, but they could legitimately bring in for this purpose, but I imagine you will turn down, is the Cinderlander, yeah. Yeah, whom they will hire for that purpose. Uh, I was going to ask Nakoda. Yeah. Yeah. In the absence of that, I suppose the Shawante will have to do. Uh, the Kubos, I like to think the Kubosa Choir has given the Shantae within the city a slightly more official position than they necessarily had as, as kind yeah. of bottom of the pecking order. Yeah. In the right. sense that, like, the, the functionary might now be aware of, like, specific Shantae as opposed to, yeah. like, their Shantae in the city. It's regrettable, but it's yeah. not really something we can do anything about. I don't think, um... Uh, of course, if Nakoda doesn't have any class ranks in survival... Uh, he's, he's definitely got ranks in survival, but I don't think he's Mr. Super Survivalist or nothing. Uh, yeah. Let's have a look for him. No. Does cool. anybody in the party have a single rank in survival? Nope. No. Nope. No. No. I'm, I'm also the ranger, and yeah. we're going to need it at some point. Oh, no, no, no. Nakoda does indeed have... Um, not quite maxed ranks in survival, but but he has a reasonable survival skill. Okay. Um, so they will bring him in, ask him a string of questions. It sounds like he knows what he's doing enough. There's only so far he could teach you this, but of course your survival is less than his. Um, and there are literally basically no one else in the city who could go. Because <laughs> it's all city folk here. Yeah. You don't do survival here. So I'd like to think Lokota might take Flora out on a couple of camping trips yep. to, you know, show her what being yep. outside the city is actually like style of thing. That sounds like a good montage, yeah. You want to let the sun fall on you and warm you because that will give you energy through the day. So you want to expose a bit of skin, but not too much because you don't want to get burned. <laughs> I, I bought Silver out here to show him this once, and he seemed to think we'd just walk around shirtless all day. Idiotic, you'd get roasted by the sun. Yeah. Certainly, I'm not about to just whip my shirt off or anything. No, so brought it during the day to cool down by the street. Make sure you get. Flora's having a very peaceful time. You know, unlike some woman, she doesn't pawn or fling herself at him constantly, and that's relaxing for her. You can use the aloe from this particular plant as a sort of sunblock to pour off. You know, here you'll need to take your shirt off, lather it in there. What I see is like, Flora's done a lot, knows a bunch about plants. For, for her as presented yeah. by her healing, but you know, is used to seeing them in you know pressed, obtained well, form, except for very small garden ones. Whereas here, you can actually find things growing in the I, wild. I absolutely see this guy, see Nakoda as being played by Taylor Laurent, who's Jacob from the Twilight movie, oh, uh, and um, and and knowing full well that he's been hired for the job because of how he looks with his shirt on. <laughs> he's like, well, this is what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> I did as well. No, so is that one time? Where is my shirt? That is my point. Cool. Oh no, my shirt has a tidy tear. I now have to get rid of it. Um, so, um, I have um, decided I wanted one um, in my class skill and one outside my class skill. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to go for diplomacy for the in my class skill one, but I think with my streetwise, I hear about these acrobatics, <laughs> acrobatics classes, and I would really like my acrobatics to be higher, and I don't think I want to miss this. <laughs> <laughs> You're an evil movie, Dallas. <laughs> this sounds awesome. <laughs> Excellent. Shitting knives. Jack, please, come on in. Finally, a, a pupil with some natural talent, as well as grace and dexterity. Now, 
ordinarily I would get you to balance on some of the easier tricks, but I know you can do that sort of thing already. So let's oh. practice your acrobatics in the hand department when you do the cartwheels and things. Why don't you take this knife from the guy <laughs> Obviously, uh, you want, and just as you read the first, it's obviously you're aiming to miss him. Was I not clear? About that? <laughs> if it's any consolation, I do try hard not to hit you. <laughs> And I am actually moderately good with dagger throwing knives, so this is a... That's alright, lass. You can't be any worse than Rosalie. <laughs> You'll know I'm trying to miss. <laughs> and you keep hitting me every time. When we get to the tournament, I'm going to pin your feet to the ground and then slap your head like a bell. I think that will be very therapeutic. Lass, I've told you, if I've told you once, I've told you a thousand times. I, I don't want to hear about your love life. You see what they have to work with? There's nothing in there to ring. <laughs> I like to think I get sort of like yeah. two weeks, the last two weeks with Garen, and then like sometime just just with Rosalie and me just hanging out where it's all quiet and peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> Is um, that both your points? Or just no, one? that's just one of my points. But my acrobatics is now eight. Yay! <laughs> and then um, I want um, I would like heal for Ooh, my other one. Nice. And I'm kind of uh, hoping I can get. You are directed to Flora. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I think while while we're doing the old Kavosa stuff, I will try and as as well as doing the street bit, I will spend some time actually with the patients and because I have no ranks and heal, very 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 basic patient yeah. care, like giving them a drink of water without them choking and yeah. stuff like Flora, that. Or you are literally paid by the city coffers to teach her what you can. About well, see, you. this this is great because that gives Flora some extra money, so I'm not silver and lucid. Um, maybe if I get something else? Yeah. I wanna, I wanna learn athletics. This is only one skill that had a minus one because of my athletics. There we go, my heel is a mighty one. <laughs> this is more spur- for a spiritual person because one. I expect it to be particularly useful. Dakota says, sorry, someone needs a swimming lesson. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding, it's in the <laughs> I, I want to so be better cool. at it after okay, the city, but as it's not a class skill. No, no, Garen has an athletics of four. <laughs> I have an, no. a- I have an <laughs> athletics no, of nine. Oh, you. I have an athletics of nine. <laughs> You're gonna like. You're gonna like this one. Uh oh. What? Do you know who the best athlete in the city is? No. Nope. Sabrina. Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna be such so, a good okay. time. Okay, two points in your athletics and three I'm... points in your fortitude. <laughs> Honestly, just, I wasn't fishing for this. <laughs> so just to be clear here, you're going to pay me to go swimming with her. <laughs> Yeah, I can do that. That's <laughs> no downside to this. Then we'll take you. We'll take you around to some of the old walls around the edge of Corvosa, and you can climb them. You know, I can't swim at all. I'll help. <laughs> I'll be there. Now first, lie back. I'm going to put my arm, one arm behind your back, and one arm around your neck. Just relax. Look into my eyes and relax. <laughs> That's wow. it. Let yourself drift in the water. That wow! You're, this is like a long time. You look great. I mean, you're doing really great. Doing well, that. What I think is that you know, because for some reason, both Lucy and her instructor get distracted periodically. It takes a while for yeah. Lucy to pick up the basics, and yet both parties seem willing to take spend as long as it takes. <laughs> I would love to hear Eliosa's reaction after she hears this. <laughs> I really wish she probably really just gives a gentle smile. I, I, because the thing is, I'm really sad that Eliosa and Sabrina have a potential thing because 
you know, Ilyosha doesn't have anybody, but I want Lucy and Sabrina because it's so freaking cute. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Ilyosha is shooting them. Or just one. Um. Oh, make it both. Yeah. Make it both. Yeah. yeah. So this. Non-class. It yeah, works yeah, like yeah. a non-class skill. Yeah. You get a rank in it, or, yeah. two, or two ranks in it, whatever you're doing. Oh, okay. Ignoring your class, because the theory is you're getting the best expert in the city to teach you in it. And yes, for at this point, you are the best killer in the city. <laughs> the only one who had more points in it was Dr. Renier, and he suffered a sudden case of blade poisoning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I wish we could go back and stab him again. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll hire in the then, city. Um, <laughs> Very <laughs> Actually, um, it, it's fun. Okay, okay. I put one in athletics, so now no, I have no one got minus one, and yep. I, I put the other one in escape artist. So now you can swim like a normal human. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she gets what to you. Um, I have seven ranks in escape artist. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're not going to direct you to blackjack. Yay! At which point, you probably are looking like they could find a bunch of people, but none of them are going to be better than Jack. Sweet! <laughs> okay, okay. Alright, this is, um, this is, is solely about, so you've been captured, and you need to escape because, you know, there right. are bad guys. So, I teach you, I, I specifically teach you, like, Here's how you hide knives on your person so that people yeah. won't find them when they search you. Oh, this, this is, is how good. you. This is how you. Sw- this is how you get out of the ropes, and then you've got your knife, and now you can stab the person. I, you I, think, you. I think I need to see these lessons as well. <laughs> so you're going to tie her to a chair. Loop the rope just there, right under the ropes. <laughs> nice and tight. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's totally about if you're captured by bad people, this is how you escape and yes. stab them. Sabrina's yeah. not so, a bad person. I'm so happy it's Jack, not Blackjack. <laughs> Man, if, if anybody sees you as our Princess Peach, they're going to get so wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aha, I have captured her. Fireball. Oh, God. Why is this happening? Oh, my eternal organs. Why does she keep taking my eternal organs? Yeah. So, implicit in this is if someone tries to do things, obviously now that you're a powerful sorcerer, no one's really going to be able to pull off what your ex-husband tried, but if somebody <laughs> higher level tries something like that, you've now got more... It's, it's actually got, also got, still, got more options. still useful, because a, a lot of her sorcery is taken away if someone, say, grabs both her arms and pins them yeah. back. Yeah. So I'd have to use it to it's also good. It's the mm. skill that's friendly to people who can't make grapple checks. Which yes. is someone with a racial minus four I identify with. Silver Rose. I, I have a, a big conundrum of which of the S's I should use. Because, <laughs> um, like, part of me is all like, I'll need survival for the meta. Um, part of me is streetwise, because I'm using streetwise a lot and I've only got four in it and no ranks. Um, Let's send you to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> but the other part of me is all like, shit, sense motive. Well, what about one streetwise, one sense no. motive? Yeah. Is your sense motive already at its max ranks? Um, oh, Because yeah. you're still capped on that. Okay, so I'm capped on that, yeah, so, so I can't hit, go above you, it. You hit the point where if somebody endeavoured to teach you, you don't have sufficient experience doing okay. it to learn their lessons. That, that, that's important to note then. Because I am capped on three of my skills. Yep, you are still you are still obliged to follow the level limits. Okay. So if you go for survival, you can go on a camping trip with the code. Yeah, I know. Given that these are basically turning into the date no, night. Put yeah, your shirt back on. 
no, no, it was put your pants back on silver. <laughs> You're clearly bothering for it. <laughs> I know you, you don't see it, but I... I <laughs> Well, I was thinking for silver and a coat could go on separate campaign trips. Also, yeah. have that many ranks and sense motive and pick negative wisdom. Like, oh. <laughs> and a separate skills. <laughs> I can do well, that. Well, is wise and all-knowing with his 14 wisdom. <laughs> yeah, but doesn't he have high sense motive? Damn, that's no, not double the dwarfs. So what do, what do you want to go for? Um, well, I'm just trying to think of what, what silver would actually want. Silver, Silver's... Silver would more go for streetwise, but I want I wanted to go for survival because the crap. Well, that, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, also one of each. I just could do one of each. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, because the survival one is a completely cross class for me, and yeah. I'm never going to get it. So you might as um, well put a get point. myself mm-hmm. to a zero. Yeah. yeah net nothing. Net <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I like not having a minus in one of my skills. Um. Yeah. Maybe one of each. Yeah. Streetwise and survival. So, streetwise, they will actually, um, mm, the person they would probably direct you towards would be Tanith. Streetwise? Yes. Who knows what's happening in the city? Spymaster. Oh my god. Okay, I have no problem with that, but I'm shook. Yeah. yeah um, I, I don't think that would be an ideal. In the choice. absence of that, it's going to be Flora. I, I don't Double mind, duty. I don't mind Tanith. I can do deal with Tanith. Yeah. I think given the relationship there, it's it probably weird. gets passed down. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, um, well, do, do people know about the relationship? No, no, no. As in, um, like, because he's the seneschal of the city. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. Unfortunately, he doesn't have time. Yeah. To, no, if fine. it was for his son, then it might be a different story. Yeah, but he's not an adopted son to lick into shape. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, he's busy teaching Griff breaks and streetlights. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Dad. And then <laughs> Nakoda will indeed take you out camping and he brings you back. You know, he, he does this with you and he says, Now, Silver, there's one really important thing to know if you're out in the Sinterlands or any sort of wild environment. I want yeah. you to listen to me very carefully. Yeah. Take somebody that knows what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Are you here to teach me how to... And I've taught you everything you can learn. <laughs> and that's the most important lesson I have. <laughs> because you're still at a plus zero. <laughs> yeah. Hey, a lot of tourists could use that wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. And you're definitely a tourist. Know when you're in over your head. <laughs> and then I imagine you can do the um, streetwise with floral while you're um, in... Um, Gathering information. You know, the, yeah. 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 So, what would you ask this guy, and why? You know, who would you go and look for? You know, do you know this person? No, but if you approach them, you know, vaguely friendly like this, because that's one where Silver's already oh, going, but he's ranks. learning from the master. Those are ranks. Yep. So your ranks go up by one. Yeah. Yay for cool class ability powers! Yeah. Yay. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, the code of that's so great. <laughs> yeah, you? but it's, it's accurate. <laughs> You know, you understand that after he's trained you, you're now good at su- as good at survival as I am, who have no training and no attribute. Well, I, I know, I know exactly that I'm not, I'm not skilled enough. So, so that's two things now that two lots of skills now that I've gotten through not through level up, but through in-game stuff. Through a pot of it, because yeah. there was that potion of random skill, yes, yeah. which started me becoming research dwarf. Yeah. Um, 
You you would actually, Silver, you would also get offered the Scintillander, but I assume you would decline <laughs> no, that one. No, should know. Yeah, yeah. Should know. No. Nobody <laughs> seems to want to work with our local expert for something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, look, do you want to go on a camping trip with Nakota or the Scintillander? <laughs> like, he's, he's the Scintillander would totally show you how you could track down Dakota and slit his throat and catch you if he was like, out he's, of the He's the, the guy that they recommend you hire if you want to cross the Scintillands. Sorry? Well, the Cinderlander is the guy that you they recommend you hire yeah. if you yeah. want to take a group across the Cinderlands. Oh, because, yeah. you know, sooner or later we're going to have to do that. Yeah. And we're probably supposed to hire him. <laughs> and it's going to be a thing. But you can rely on your own survival checks instead of his. Yes. Yeah, we, we're yeah. going ha- to have to hire him with all this hatred that we've built nah. up. Or we'll die in the wilderness. Flora's got it. Yeah, she's a ranger. <laughs> she'll, she'll make she's us got a rank. Or... Or we could Too use right. that money yeah. and instead buy yeah. some Too scrolls right. or fight yeah. the way. Yeah, you can put both of them in there. You know, the way. Yeah, it's it's a a Five. So she's within one of your city's second expert, Nakota. Yeah, okay, there we go. We'll just rely, once again, we'll rely on our soul wisdom yeah. person Nicola, to save Nicola our Nakota is also very she clear. She's only just finished of curing soul of plague. Nakota is also very clear that he has lived in the Cinderlands. Yeah. You know, he does not think it is a good place to live, and he does not remotely consider himself a survivalist. Yeah. Okay, but he's the best that the city's got. Yeah, because the city has no one. Yeah, <laughs> but frankly, so anything he can teach is probably better than is, is better than anyone that in, uh, better than what we've got. Yeah, yeah well, so. I'm just looking down my list here, and the only other ones that could teach you more than him are uh, either dead or Shawanta. <laughs> yeah, thousand bones. Who was All the right. dead one? Uh, Gleichen. Ah. Anyway, what was the other thing you wanted us to do before we moved on? Was change our lifestyles, if anyone? Yes. Yeah. So having spent the whole month, having spent the entire adventure desperate for money, even though I now have a big pile, I'm not prepared to put that up at this time. Same here. So I can I can tell people what you're buying you, into if you desire. Yeah, you haven't um, you haven't spent the whole thing desperate for money. You had positive money for this whole adventure. Oh, but now you have negative money and are poor and can't afford it. So, yeah. so yours and I haven't had positive money. It's been put in the bank towards my armor. Yeah. Yeah, so having, <laughs> yours is having spent all of your carefully earned savings throughout the entire adventure on your so, armor, you are now poor. <laughs> common income, common lifestyle, uh, 25 gold a month. You can afford to spend several nights a month drinking and entertaining yourself. You own a decent set of clothes or two. You don't need to track anything one gold or under. You have a preparation slot. You may spend it on up to ten gold things. <coughs> uh, moderate is fifty a month. You have a middle class lifestyle. You stay in inn rooms or you live in your own decent home. You can regularly afford to eat out, buy fashionable clothes. Um, you don't track anything ten gold or under. Two preparation slots and up to twenty five gold worth on each of them. I really want the, it, but I'm not going to do it this time. Maybe next. The, next. The next, next one up next. is upper class, which is a hundred a month. You live in a fancy home, a small manor house, or stay or live in a high quality inn. You can regularly afford fancy meals and wines and top of the line entertainment. Often have a servant or hired help. Uh, you do not need to track expenses that are twenty five gold or under. You have three preparation slots. You may spend them on any item worth up to 75 gold. 
like all first level potions, a horse, tanglefoot bags, etc, etc. Effectively, an upper class or higher character returns to full hit points whenever they return home because they can drink an infinite number of pure light light wounds potions. Mm. So Garen and I aren't going up. I'm I'm not going down at all, but... Are you thinking about upper class? You could, you know. I could. Probably nobody else is going to do it, and it fits really well with Silver's background. Iliosa is living on royal, 10,000 gold a month. You live in a palace, you have servants and guards of all kinds, you have five preparation slots and are limited by only what the GM says is available in the city. (laughs) (laughs) What about, um, well, Silver's thinking, what about you, Thor? It's not really for PC. You're you're sticking with common so you can get your money to help people. But you can, 10,000 gold and we'll spend a month on the top. I have a question. My income per month would have risen a bit because I have more points in alchemy. Probably. What's your um, alchemy score now? Um, 12. Twelve. Yeah, mine's now twelve. My song is so. Uh, so plus twelve is making you uh, forty-four gold a month by my count. Um, oh, okay. So you should have no longer pluses. No, it's no longer pluses because we're not getting the extra why, thing. Why do I have forty-six? I think you must have written that down wrong. Oh. And silvers can go up to 44. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I'm actually 14 because I've got song and wind and that gives me a plus two. So what's 14? Didn't, wasn't she, didn't she just say 14? No, well, she, she said, said 12. 12. Oh, okay, sorry. So what's 14? Four yeah. higher. So that's 48. Yep, yeah. so you're, ne- you're nearly a four- you're nearly not in debt for your, um... Yeah, I might as well go the next tier up. <laughs> <laughs> so you can lose 50 column. What, what's, um... What, 100 a month. 100 a month. Up, yeah. up class. So you'll be losing, you'll be spending yeah. 52 gold a month. To maintain that without supplementing your income via adventuring or whatever requires a profession score of 30 plus. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. So you'll be, you'll be paying 52 gold a month out to um, supply your needs because your bard skill cannot sustain you in that kind of life. But uh, if you I'll stay with moderate for one more month. Silver's not going to be that hasty. Garen is running one more with his One, one more book and then he'll upgrade. Yeah, which is because yeah. you're already, mo- like, you're one of the two moderate people in the party. Yeah. Uh, although yeah. Lucy may be joining you, are you going to no, go I, up to I, I'm going to go, I'm going to still go common because I want to save money for things. Yeah. yeah. So we've got three, three commoners three and, two, and, two, and two, two middle class. Cool. Yeah. I may just join you in upgrading in the next book. Yeah, that would be hilarious. What would be hilarious is if you upgrade to upper class and we all stay common. Let's <laughs> go kill Gloria on a corner and live in his palace. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Okay. So Although next book I'll totally go more. Are we then going to Marcus Endron's officially mandated holiday? Oh, yes. Oh yes. Okay. So we just know that's going to be a good time. Flora. Yep. Um, you have a um, one of your semi-regularly scheduled lunches with Marcus Endron, who's actually a little easier to get to now that he's in Citadel Walshank. Um, in a, um, he he is not quite he hasn't quite been put literally in Croft's office, but he's been given his own office in there, um, and so you are in there having lunch with him. And he, and he, uh, where is Mr. Yes, Oh, gingerbread. Oh, lovely. Thank you. Uh, I, 
wanted to talk to you about something specifically. Uh, you see, Corvo, you see, uh, Sable Guard Commander Regulations, and he reaches over to his meticulously filed desk and takes this thick book of regulations he's got and slides it into the middle of the desk. He's clearly put it here in the box of things to talk about. Um, uh, the Sable Commander regulations specify that I am that I'm obliged to take one week's vacation every year. Uh, and it is coming up on that time. You see, the thing is that I am permitted to defer this under extraordinary circumstance if there is an ongoing crisis that requires my immediate attention. Last year it was deferred because of the death of King Eadred. Uh, the previous year, it, the, the previous year, it was deferred because of my second in command becoming my, my second in command becoming pregnant and needing the time off herself. Uh, the previous year, and he runs through three more of these, uh, and the previous three don't really sound like crises. Um, he says there, there was an unfortunate wave of flu going through. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, the year before that, we were dedicating the statue to King Edward, and there were security concerns if I might miss it. Um, so anyone who wanted to go on leave instead in his entire building, or any minor concern that could be elevated to a crisis. Unfortunately, shuffle, shuffle, flip, flip. Regulations are quite clear that special circumstances allow me as commander to elect to defer my vacation days if necessary for a maximum of five years in a row and no further under any circumstances. <laughs> it's like it's been handwritten here, under any circumstances. <laughs> Owing to the unique role the Sable Commander plays within the city and the possibility of mental fatigue and stress causing him to make poor decisions in regards to his specific role, i.e. for a reading between the lines, somebody who wrote these regulations was worried that if the Sable Commander doesn't get to, you know, take a week off every now and then, he's going to flip out and murder the thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> crazy from work stress. Because technically he could. Yeah, that's, that's his... The, it is Marcus Endron's job to decide when Iliosa needs killing. Yeah. And so you kind of want him in a healthy mental frame of mind instead yep. of just like... You know what, fuck it, it's been a long year. Get my crossbow bolt. <laughs> and he does indeed look up at the bolt, sturdily secured in the wall as he says this. Um, and it says, I've decided... So, it seems that the rules are very clear that I must take my officially mandated vacation at this point. Uh, I've decided to go fishing, take a boat out, and I'll need several people with me to work as crew and help me with the fishing and the rules specifically prohibit me from taking other sable guards and at this point I'm not sure who else I, I know outside of the community I feel Marshal Croft is too busy Neil Landis is past bless his soul and I am in need of a friend to come with me perhaps Several. Oh, use the F word. 
I can come, and I'm sure I can find some other people who will be happy to join us. That that would be wonderful. I'll I'll take care. The the sable guard takes care of the expenses for this, so it it should be relatively uh, like relatively luxurious. Uh, you look around his completely and utterly Spartan <laughs> office. No pictures. No, you know, no pictures. No fancy food. No drapes. No tapestries. So it's probably going to be bland, like shortbread. <laughs> bland, like shortbread. <laughs> so who wants to go fishing with Marcus Andrew for a week? I want a party. Um. When, when Garin finds out, when Garin is asked, he's going to say nothing, walk down the basement, open up the cabinet you never see opened, totally gear up and come out with fishy cooks, poles, everything. Oh. Because the Admiral will fall. Oh, Silver is the complete opposite. Silver is going to be in his in his nice clothing, and he's he's going to be bringing the wine with him, and he's he's thinking that it's going to be a nice little casual kind of like drinkings and stuff like that. Oh, we call it fishing. <laughs> um, he, he's not prepared yeah, to get your, all messy. Your father's taken you out fishing before. You know yeah. what it's about. Yeah, yeah. The servants put poles into the water. Yeah. yeah, and the servants got the fish somewhere else where I can't see it. <laughs> um, so. Like, then there's the guy whose job it is to get the dead fish and put it on, swim under the boat, and put it on the hook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lucy wants to come. Slots to bring along a 25 gold fishing rod. <laughs> awesome. And because the preparation slot represents something you have in your house, yeah. this is totally your expensive fishing rod you Let have in your house. <laughs> I actually see Garen as being like, like normally he's covered with armors and weapons, whereas today he's covered with fishing tackle. <laughs> like he's got the net and he's got the and he's got several different oh, fishing rods fishing and he's got the, he's got, he's got the box with the variety of hooks. Yeah. yeah. I saw this at the same thing, but it's 25 gold of his fishing gear. The, the thing is, he's got nothing in survival. It's mostly wine. He's got nothing in survival and in negative wisdom, so he's one of those hobby fishers. Yeah. <laughs> My father said I needed this bejeweled hook with the amethyst in it to catch yeah. the is, is there any kind of musical instrument I can get for 10 gold? 
that I can give to Silver. Absolutely. So he can just stay on the boat with <gasps> this musical instrument and not get him a duck whistle. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> has musical instruments. If we just encourage him to, and he's accustomed to other people doing the fishing. So if we just encourage him in the direction of the What do you usually play? You have instruments, right? You're not oh, just yeah, a I've got, I've got um, string and vocal. Yeah, so like harp. What was it supposed to be? A three-hour tour? Uh-huh. <laughs> Would you believe that it doesn't tell you what perform skill is appropriate for an accordion? What's <laughs> <laughs> up with that? It's a wind instrument. Oh, it's not, not a wind. It's, it's a key yeah. instrument. Yeah, it's a windang. Anyone can no, play accordion. An accordion is it's 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 like a, a it's, sorry, it's not a keyboard. Players. I would. I mean, maybe it's a percussion instrument. No, no, it's not a percussion. It's closer it's to the keyboard. keyboard. It's, it's a keyboard. keyboard. It has a keyboard as part of it. Regardless, well, there is one for every keyboard. Regardless, I played one before. Look, I know that there's that these role players who played with one. bagpipes. They played bars with bagpipes, so there must be a way to do accordions. So I can play a bagpipe. We are having a boat So you head down. Um, on the appropriate day, Marcus Endrin, you know, will um, <coughs> will basically talk to Flora. Say, do you have friends? Yeah, I'll go talk to them. You know, you come back to them the next day and say, okay, these people it's volunteer. Oh, excellent! Uh, if you'd be so kind, you know, five of you, uh, ship is ship is crewed. Ship is crewed for a minimum of three, maximum of eight. Five five plus myself should be perfect. Here's the schedule and itinerary: one, two, three, four, five copies. If you could pass those around, schedule. your associates. <laughs> Jack Scribble's magical theory notes. She's doing lots of extra studying because she can finally get into the academy again. When you show up at the docks at 10.30am precisely to maximise your, exter- your your tide going out and sailing tides and prevailing winds and all that sort of thing, you know, plus whenever the hell Lucy shows up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think we probably, if anyone with any sense shows up very punctually given it's Marcus Andrew. <laughs> No, no, we we can't leave until everybody's here. Uh-huh. Lucy turns up with lots of alcohol. My, my itinerary clearly calls for a Lucidrial Windrush to be on the main sail. Uh-huh. No, no, everyone turns up on time because Flora's there to make the yeah. turn up. <laughs> yeah, mum's driving. Yeah. 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 Now, I have the most I, I have the most important thing we need right here. Thump. Out comes another thick book, which he puts, which he puts down with a thud. These are the maritime laws of Corvosa. <laughs> I've read through the book and ensured we'll be in strict compliance with it. We have well above the safety minimum required to operate this vessel, and he's basically got a, a mid-sized keelboat um, that that looks quite big enough for everybody to get on sail, sail and row in some combination. Um, there are beds, you know, they are comfortable. It's fine, 
but it's definitely Spartan. It's not a it's not a luxury vacation, nor yeah. is it a hideous slave galley. But it's just a very it, it doesn't smell bad. Yeah, it's a very plain wooden boat with no trimmings. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is probably his own boat. Solid, well made, etc., etc., etc. Then. He says, I, I could have hired, I could, I could have hired, I could have hired a different boat, but it was named the Good Queen Eliosa, and I thought that might have been something of a conflict of interest. <laughs> uh, in any event, I have read the maritime rules, we are in compliance with them, and this should, in theory, teach me everything I need, everything that we need to know in order to sail this vessel. Let us go relax with a week of fishing, wherein the rest of the Sable Guard will be completely unable to communicate with me. Should anything happen that I would be required for... He sort of takes a couple of steps towards the ramp. Mm-hmm. Lad, you know the rules. Unfortunately, regulations are quite clear mm-hmm. that, that I need to officially be on vacation in seven minutes, precisely, so we should be going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. And he cranks up the ship, casts off, and exactly seven minutes. <laughs> says, "Right, that gives that gives me seven minutes to brief everyone on their positions on ship." Yeah, positions. Of course. What do we get? What to help we, sail the vessel. What do we? Right. Get, what do we get to do? <laughs> yeah. Don't we just sit on chairs? No. <laughs> I will have tried to tell Silver this. I don't know how well it's gone. It I it. will have tried. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. You want me to sail. That's when you sit on the chair and yeah. wind blows the sail. Yeah, yeah. Silver It drives itself, basically. <laughs> Silver showed you he had sailing experience. <laughs> yeah. You don't believe him, but you are right to. The SS Mandravius practically sails itself. <laughs> 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 Sells joke with naming the ship the SS Mantrapius. It sounds like a legitimate ship too. That was totally a Pomeroy. Yeah. What's that a Pomeroy? Uh, it's um, Meredith's pompous character. Yeah. Um, three adventures ago, but don't tell the story about the grudge. It's not appropriate for this. Uh, no, I'm just simmering. Yeah. <laughs> um, Adam is filled with wrath whenever the name is mentioned but for yeah. reasons that we won't explain here because they're depressing. But um, the he was kind of the quintessential fork. And, um... Isn't that all of her characters? No, there's actually a bunch of different... They're all weird, is the common factor. Oh, uh, yeah, I suppose weird. Yeah. yeah, but, um, his, um... The one I remember was, um... When, um... He didn't... Uh, Jared's character was his butler. Yeah. And at some stage, he didn't have a butler anymore. Yeah. And, um, you know... He, he came to Jared's character and said, look, I don't actually know how to get dressed, you know, and bathe. You know, it's not like people do this by themselves. And, you know, Jared's character asked him what he thought, you know, common people who didn't have butlers did. And he said he thought they did it, you know, for each other, like like monkeys. shackles. <laughs> <laughs> and then we changed adventure paths. Oh, no. To the fire adventure. Um, the, um... Susan said the um, SS Mandravius practically sailed itself. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but that ship wouldn't be, you know, wind powered, it'd be glare powered. Yeah. 
the sea parts for the for the ship. No, no, no. Your your mum your mother would just sit at the uh, Medravia seat and glare at the waves and then part out of yes, the way. Yes, I'm saying the waves will part out of the way and it'll it'll be a a, a, a constant. Oh, okay. Um, a constant propellation. <laughs> you don't have to keep those. I won't. Yeah. I've kept it for that evening. I didn't want to throw it out until she'd gone to bed. Yeah, I appreciate that. I forget. Yeah. So, now that Silver's had a little bit of training, he knows that there is a front of the ship and the back of the ship. Yeah. He may not be able to name it, but he I knows can, that there is a front and a back. I can imagine a system and Gravius has like Galiflop slaves rolling <laughs> and Octavius yeah. standing there. That was speed. Faster. Faster. Right. So Marcus runs through the positions on the ship that his he's captaining, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, "Well, need a general sailing hand, a cook, a, a general cook, a swab, a rigger, and a topman." A he what? studies the boy. Uh, a, a topman is somebody who works the uh, seal sail. Bad to me that that's an acrobatics heavy one. Okay, what do the other laws mean, lad? Uh, the rigger works the ropes. Uh, the swab. Mans the bilges and swabs the deck. I believe it's done with that mop. Um, Why did you look at me when you said that? The cook takes care. The, the cook takes care of keep, keeping the crew shipworthy. Uh, he's, he's reading through the and the general sailor attends to any of those duties as required. So I'm wondering about you for the rigger because it's a lot of hauling on ropes. Yep. And I've had practice with ropes. Yeah. My acrobatics isn't that bad. I've got nine acrobatics. What's the rope using skill? Lucy volunteers for cooking. It's a skate bus. Oh, skate bus. Cool. You want to be the cook? (laughs) I'll be the cook. Yay! Let's get dark in this cooking. Let's see what you get. Yeah, that seems appropriate. (laughs) So, one of you is the general sailor and one of you is the swabby. Oh, so so um, the one which is at the top of the the sail. Oh, you want to be you, you want to be you want to be the top one. Well, I was, I've got nine acrobatics. So yeah, okay. So we can do Still, can be the top one. I was thinking I should be the general in, ca- in yep. case I needed to replace anyone. Yep. 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 Okay. Well, I'm I'm happy. It's not. I don't want it to be floor. <laughs> Duty's allocated. Let us sail out of the harbour now. <laughs> All right, this is uh, part of the joy of a new experience is part of the requisite for a vacation so we're, I'm doing something that I've never done before Lard, <laughs> <laughs> you forgot to say what your role is captain. Uh, I'm serving as, as the captain of the vessel I'll be assisting where, where required and ensuring that you all um, keep to your stations and perform your jobs Within specification, strange. So basically, it's a Doesn't normal job, except for are. a different crowd of people. <laughs> no, no, I'm very clear. This is quite different from my normal job. So you're not the, the, the I am not guy. associated with, uh, in accordance with Rule One Fourteen Q. I am not associated with any members of the Sable Guard during this expedition. It's true. <laughs> yes, it's true. The first things first to keep the sailors fit. <laughs> I must know which. Um, 
one of these cocktails would you prefer to have, <laughs> Captain? <laughs> if it's just going to be... Maritime regulations explicitly forbid the drinking of alcohol <coughs> yeah. during sailing. I, uh, I, unless they are non-alcoholic cocktails, at which I, point I suppose it would be in keeping with the spirit of fun and frivolity. I, yes. I will have hidden all of the alcohol I bought. <laughs> oh, damn it! removed it and replaced it with non-alcoholic things. Well, you're going to have to come to a role of hiding alcohol versus keeping alcohol. Oh my god, these would no, be the no. reverse No, Jesus. given that we are explicitly on this trip to make Marcus Endron happy, I think. Yeah. So I and besides, I could just imagine you walking by the barrels. Yeah. Purify food and water, purify food and water. <laughs> but the rum! Why is the rum burning? <laughs> well, Lucy's brought this variety of cocktail mixes, which has like lots of colourful juices and all Yeah, we, we can have like tropical cocktails yeah. that are lacking in actual alcohol, but yeah. are, are high in let, let us officially fruity, begin fruity, this, this vacation yeah. with a fruity beverage then. <laughs> to the adventure! <laughs> to the adventure! To a large catch! <laughs> Yay, food! <laughs> Scruggle. Now, let us sail out of the harbour. Uh, release the main line. Furl the sail. And gives a string of instructions. And at this point, everybody gets to make their profession sailor check. <laughs> so what's profession sailor? That would be wisdom, wisdom modifier. <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> what ranks you have in profession sailor? I just want to point out that I, my other character for this game had ranks in profession sailor because Holy. he was a pirate and he would have been okay. really good. We're going to be fine. <laughs> You're going to be fine. I'm not going to be fine. These are the cleanest villages anyone has ever seen. So this is a this is a group check. Nice. Oh god, I got seven. Okay, one going around. No, no, no. It's adding your full wisdom. Yes, but oh, I think my uh, no, 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 adding your wisdom. No, it's it is modifier. a it is a profession sailor check. Oh, so it's modifier. Yeah. Yes, some modifier. So take your wisdom modifier. <laughs> add the non-existent ranks that you have in profession sailor. Twenty-two. Seventeen. Uh, Thirteen, which I think is pretty good. Nine. <laughs> Seven. Okay, so was, was 13 enough to, to get us over the hill? or are Yes, we... yes it was. There we go. We're looking Yay. for the 10 profession sailor checks. We right? left the harbour and to perform the mundane, the mundane task of leaving the harbour without running into it. <laughs> yeah, I'm so pleased. I brought my paraffin of wisdom before this. Oh, of course, that's what Marcus is doing as the captain, is he's steering. Yeah. Um, so... Gurren is yanking hard on lines to fill the sails up and that sort of thing. Um, Flora is on Flora is on the deck, um, pulling on pulling on other lines and cranking up the anchor and that sort of thing. Marcus Endron is steering. Um, he is steering a little, perhaps too far to the left. And Jack, you're in a good position on deck to do the lookout and you know fair starboard. He starts doing so. Silver, when the main sail unfurls, um, you are sort of standing up there looking at the sail, and it's got all these ropes tied to it, and, you know, Endron did explain what you were supposed to do here, in the sense you were supposed to keep the sail unfurled, which means billowing out, apparently, but you, you're poking at it, and it doesn't seem to be doing that, and then the wind snaps, and the sail knocks you off the top of the ship, and yep. can you give me 
a dig 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 athletics check at this point <laughs> to see if you can snatch the top uh, the top I, mast in the crow's nest before you fall. I'm just really pleased. Oh wow! Well, okay, Life jackets. So we see Silver's up there looking at the sail on the wrong side of it, going poke, 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 and then there's the snap of wind, and the sail goes bang, balls into him. He gets knocked backwards off the mast, grabs onto the crossbow, and he's falling. He's hanging there, going ah, 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 as the, as the ship pulls out into harbour. Lucy, you're down in the galley, thinking this job is easy. Like I'll need to cook something for people, but not till not till you know at least lunchtime. I'm not involved in getting a ship going anywhere. It's cool. I was told to secure the kitchen. The kitchen's here. It's fine. Ship grinds hard starboard. A whole bunch of things go slide, smash <laughs> off the shelf. <laughs> oh, that's what secure the kitchen makes. <laughs> the cutlery gone. He's not getting his deposit back, is he? It's um, just I have ha- I have had that exact thing happen to me on a yacht, but I didn't make my athletics <laughs> check and I got dunked into the water. Oh. My dad did it on a yacht. Um, and he learned what a, what a boom was. Yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah, that was the first time. And while he was trying to re, re- uh, gather himself, the witch changed and it hit him again. Yeah, yeah. it was the boom that got me. Yes, yes. Flora has the Flora has the right idea. Everybody ensure that you have your life jackets on to keep in keep in with maritime safety regulations. Uh, and as you then sail, he is taking you literally out of Corvosa, because this is a week's vacation. You are sailing down the coast, all the way around Corvosa, which is not terribly yeah. difficult, down the coast, and down out to a little small island here, which he has been recommended as the fishing area. Okay. Um, and he heads down there. You, as you did head he down pick there, fishing, or did he just... He picks fishing. He picked it. Yeah, it's he's not mandated to go fishing. Yeah. But it is it has to be a new experience for him that is relaxing yeah. and in the spirit of fun and frivolity. I kind of get the feeling some um some engines must have been quote some people who have traditionally held this post must have been a lot like him, given that they um, had to I, they yeah. had to put all these rules in about having a holiday and what kind yeah, of holiday it had to, to be. Have a holiday. Yeah, this holiday must be a holiday. I mean they actually put Fun, relaxing, and somewhere yeah. far in, in away words. from in in the regulations. Yeah. That suggests a workaholic tradition. <laughs> All right, and then we need yeah. a montage. You know, technically, my um, dwarven stability doesn't um, work on a boat. No, no. None of your dwarf things work on a boat. That's why there's no dwarf sailors. So what constitution still works? We're cutting to the montage where Garen is trying to coil up and stow all the ropes properly and secure them with the proper cleats and single and double bollard knots. And can you give me either your profession sailor check or your escape artist check? Do you have either? I've got to go with escape artist. Sure. Of course, you could have had Jack. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it can be used on train, thankfully. Fifteen. And he ties the knots. <gasps> yeah. You are not sure if it's a double bollard, but it's secure, so who cares? Oh, this sounds like that knot they're using in the theatre. Mm. Kind of. The one that slipped. Mm-hmm. 
Aye. <laughs> yeah, I think they called it a slip knot. <laughs> Did it make angry about noises? <laughs> Meanwhile, Silver, yeah? you were finding out that actually this this Topman thing, at first it's great because the wind is blowing in the sail, you climb back up, you stand behind it, the wind is blowing in your hair, the sun is beating down on you. You know, the sail is just kind of driving itself because it's actually Garen pulling the ropes from below that's doing it. And, and you feel and great just, here as you... It's just like you always thought the ship is sailing. Yeah. You <laughs> sail around the curve of Volcavosa, you stand magnificently at the top of the ship and do your I'm king of the world <laughs> And it's all going great until you get out of Corvosa and start going down the coastland, at which, at which point the coastline, at which point the water starts getting a bit choppier. Oh. And Garin, you can see the ropes are running slack, and Silver needs to haul in the mainsail. So, you know, you yell up to him, haul in the mainsail, and Silver, this involves pulling in the sail and then holding it, and then tying bits of it up, and this sort of thing. But then when the water unchops and the wind changes, you've got to release it, and you've got to pull it in again, and then you've got to stow this sail and get out another kind of sail and attach it and all oh, this sort of thing. Raise it, lower it, raise it, lower it, raise it, lower it. This is starting uh, to sound like a, a fucking. What? <laughs> Can you make me either a profession sailor check or a strength check? Full strength or, or modifier strength? Full strength. Okay. But it'll be a different DC if you're using strength, so. Yeah. Your strength is doubtlessly better. Yeah. Man, we totally uh, guessed no. wrong about what skills were involved in these things. Ah! Mm. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> ah! Do I fall? No, but you are holding the wrong bits and your arms are getting yanked and pulled and oh, yanked okay. and pulled. And can you give me a fortitude save? <laughs> My fortitude has gone up. I have a cloak of, of I can do this. I'm all shit Oh my god, this is so hard! How do people do this for a living? Your arms feel like rubber. <laughs> it's so bad. It's awful. You got it so bad. On the other hand, it turns out it's a good thing I wasn't the topman. I thought the topman was all about climbing around. Oh, this is. I can handle this, but I'm just rolling so badly. You are fatigued for the duration of this voyage. Yay! Um. I think it's hilarious that someone has to work for a living and it turns out work is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I could just own up and be a Mandravius again. I'll have ships that sail themselves. I imagine after this, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> By the oh. way, Dan, let me talk. <laughs> just bear in mind, just revealing your parents' your identity doesn't have to mean towing the line and doing what they want. Yeah, I know. I'm going to reveal it at some point. I know. It's not right now. Yeah, yeah. No, you can take your time. Yeah, it's just, it, it, it hasn't been a good time yet. Yeah, yeah. When okay. it's You're looking, you want the dramatic moment. Yeah. yeah. So, Swabby like Jack. Yes. Apparently, what needs doing is something called the bilges need manning. Yeah. This please strength. Um, which apparently means they need extensive cleaning out, and this is real sweaty work. Yeah. Um, this is indeed strength. I got this job because no one else wanted it. <laughs> anyway, the other one was going to be strength too. So. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's a 17. Cool. And... What does Lucy do? Followed oh, by a fortitude save, because yep. this is hard, tiring work. 
21. You, however, are a hardcore little gnome, so you can climb in and out, no problem. Yeah. You know, it's it's actually hard, sweaty work, but it is kind of cool, because it's not something you've ever really done before. You imagine it'll probably lose its charm by the end of the week. Yeah. And um, I'd like to think that, you know, that's what I'm doing in the, you know, while we're sailing the ship around bits, but I climb all around the bit, uh, I climb all around swimming and falling in the water and stuff while the the others are fishing. Because fishing is a bit... Slow for Jack. <laughs> so, Flora. Um, <laughs> you got to show Jack. <laughs> He's crying. <laughs> so, so for our listeners, Lucy has just drawn a picture of Silver swinging on a rope, uh, screaming arg with tears running down his face. <laughs> Garen is finding that where he needs the assistance is in the in the ropes and the knot work. He's got more ropes than he's got hands for. So this is where you need to step up and make your profession sailor or your um, escape artist check. Oh man, that should have been a job either. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I would have felt bad if Flora wound up with the bilges, given that she's the one who's Marcus's actual well, friend. The sailors are literally a random role. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, there we are. Then. Positions. That's why that's I took the one. Yeah, the one that needs doing. Yeah, anyway, and Flora is the best professional sailor here. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, the only right. party member with positive wisdom. Yeah, yeah so I'll make a profession sailor. Cool. And you do so. Yay! Okay. Oh my okay. gosh, you sailed like a sailor. <laughs> Shit. Now you sleep like a sailor, Lucy. Oh, no. So you can you can cook food. You yeah, know, this is a thing that you do at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you you realize very rapidly that um, a ship that is moving is not the place for elaborate oh, no. alchemical creations. Oh no! You also find that there's there's something else involved in in being the cook down here because apparently, and Marcus Andron is kind of mystified when you bring this news to him because it's not in the regulations. But apparently there are other things on board your ship, like the rats and the vermin and things. Oh, we don't have a pretty for that. Fireball. <laughs> they need to be caught or driven out of the kitchen in some way, and this is either stealth or survival. Stealth. I've got them. I can just... You, I you're, can pretty just good, you're pretty good at stealth. <laughs> the stealth. Ooh, okay. They um, turn into a good too. Yeah. So what we see... Is, is this rat pokes its head out of a little hole and squirms between the, between the planks of the ship. Looks around, smells something in the kitchen, scrabbles out, scrabbles across the floor, and behind it in the shadows we see Lucy leaning in, leaning out over it, sneaking up ninja style. No need for a kitchen knife. Not when you have single target scorching rays. (laughs) (laughs) And boom! The rat is caught, lanced through the brain, and collapses. I see magic missiles, because you can do a million of those a day, and how many hit points does a rat have? And, yeah, and now you've made lunch with quote. Yeah. Yeah, and it's pre-cooked. Yeah, does Quoth eat rats? He's a carrion eater, so yes. (laughs) What sort of animal do you take me for? Of course I don't eat rats. I eat entrails of rats. Oh, and then the rest of the rat gets thrown overboard. Obviously. <laughs> Do you think I'm sick? <laughs> Vinny eats the eyeballs as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, he was told at the start of the campaign he wasn't allowed to eat eyeballs. Ah, yeah. So yep. he eats the entrails instead. Yep. <laughs> I, Machenko, the greatest sailor on the seven seas, 
I'm assisting with swabbing the dick. He's got a tiny brush in his tiny paws. <gasps> He's going. <laughs> The deck is getting clean one centimetre at a time. And I, I want to declare that when we stop and fish, Majinko and I are going to go swimming so that there's a tiny pseudo-dragon paddling himself in the water. Oh, <laughs> yay, bait. And indeed, you reach the island within a couple of days, and the first day you park out around it, and now for the manly art of fishing. It's not specifically stated in here, but this is an old text. I think the woman can do it too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) The manly heart. Jack is going to go swimming paddling. (laughs) That's cast off. And it is indeed a little tropical vacation as you all throw your things into the water. So who's swimming? Who's coming swimming with me and who's fishing? Obviously Garen's fishing and Marcus Endron's fishing. Still the sunbathing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Apparently we should also engage in alcohol at this point, as we are no longer sailing. Ah, oh, there we yes. go. Yes, yes. So if you, if you would go <laughs> ahead, and drink. Drink. thank you kindly. Sunbathing and drinking. Yes. yes. Uh, it's a good combination. <laughs> and as manly men, and again, I'm, I'm going to allow a woman to participate in this, we should drink and compare our size, the size of our respective... Fishing paddle? <laughs> Y- yes, I assume that I must mean how many fish we catch. I am not size of my tackle with anyone. <laughs> so, everybody can now give me their choice of profession fisherman or survival <laughs> to see who catches the most fish out of the party. I'm going to give you an athletic roll to see how awesome swimming, how awesome my swimming is. I am going to swim against it, and it is a five, so I am paddling. Five to beat Marcus Andrew. <laughs> Six to beat him specifically. Alright. Ooh, nine. I, I got a nine, but silver sunbathing. Yeah, yeah. he's getting nice to you, You've just like set the box, set the rod up on yeah. the side. Yeah. Gone to sleep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with profession, um, uh, what was it? Profession. That's the one. One! So your rod goes <laughs> overboard. I'm sad to learn this adventure had an entire uh, sailing segment. No, no, I, no, I of do briefly wish I'd built my other character. Of course, what this is is Garen, you cast yours really hard into the water, figuring the deeper it goes, the better it'll go. And eventually, you know, nothing's happening, nothing's happening, nothing's happening, so you pull on it a bit, and you feel some resistance. And so you pull on it some more. And you pull on it some more because it's it's hooked on something really good. And Silver, you are lying there relaxing and sunbathing, oh, no. and you look around. Hey, a fish must have caught your line because it's straight. Oh, like no. like no, something really, like a really strong fish is pulling on it. So you're supposed to get up and manually pull it back in. I suppose. And can the two of you give me oh, a oh, give the two of you give me a pose straight? Dun, 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 dun. Which again, you may substitute your profession fisherman if you're so inclined. Fish, 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 I got a rainbow silverfish. I'm gonna use the same illustration. (laughs) (laughs) 
There must be at least 160 pounds. Silver spits out a, a mouthful of salt water, sea water at you. Flora is trying to keep everything calm, so she's not really doing yeah. anything. <laughs> I think Lucy is winning the fishing contest then. Look at the size of my one. I think it's because Lucy's I'm actually using magic. It's I, not I a fish though, by any oh, sense of the imagination. Uh, oh yeah, Lu- Lucy's fish are, are remarkably well preserved with not a mark on them. Wasn't this the slow soul was surreptitious? This one appears to be cooked already. Well, I think, you know, it's a target magic missile as long as she can see the fish. Exactly. And then Jack brings them in yeah. for her because Jack's swinging. It doesn't matter what kind of method I use. I cook them all special. <laughs> I'm just waiting for uh, Silver to start cheating. <laughs> well, Silver's not really trying. Silver's sunbathing. Leave him alone. He's not sunbathing. He's swimming. Look, yeah, he's well, on the end of my life. Well, and that figure, the thing is, you figure out after you get back on deck and dry yourself, you're having a gr- the sunbathing and the wine were going great. The problem was putting the lime in the water. Yeah. <laughs> Next time you don't do that, yeah. then it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> Two lovely days of this pass, and then Marcus Center and says, "Right now we we up anchor and move to another spot." Do 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 do. Little red line moves around the island. Nice. Now, this is the spot where we enjoy the excitement and thr- and high end thrills to make the heart race. Oh, I've been given exciting. something special here, and he throws some sort of bait over the side of the ship. Right, and now we fish here, but not with rods. This time, we're spearfishing for reef claws. That's advice on a fishing. I'm going to make sure I've got lots of healing. (laughs) (laughs) Can I bring my armor with me? I've been told that old meat claw, the supposedly 40 foot long gigantic reef claw, is supposed to be in this area. And if anything's going to lure him up, it's that 50 gold worth of bait that I just threw, special bait that I just threw overboard. Myself, I think it's a little unlikely that <laughs> the ship rocks. <laughs> the ship rocks again. This will most definitely satisfy the conditions <laughs> of the regulations, and he raises the spare. <laughs> And you've got two rounds to get ready as the ship begins to rock wildly and we're actually going into initiative. Awesome! awesome. Oh Could you get God. me out the initiative tracker? We're going to fight a giant reef claw! Awesome, is that insane? <laughs> and I suppose none of us have armor. No. No, we're on holiday. That's up to you. Oh, well, uh, Indran definitely doesn't because regulations require him to leave his sable guard equipment behind. Silver doesn't because he's sure. As long as you pretend Garen lamb is a, um, <laughs> as long as you um, redo lamb with reef claw, we're all good to go. <laughs> Could you perhaps pass me a pen of some kind? Yep. Sixteen. Sixteen. That'll be silver. Uh, no, what you the silver will have 
Oh, uh, I've got one initiative. Okay, so it's Flora charge because it's you have the same decks, and then you go to Wisdom. Oh, okay. It's pro Flora. <laughs> and brief. Thanks, Wisdom. <clears throat> so the ship is beginning to rock, and you can see some big dark shape moving down there. And like I say, you've got two rounds worth of prep if there's anything you want to do. Yep. Yep. Andrew goes, oh, my. Pulls out his spear, braces himself, and generally gets organized, but doesn't have anything in particular. Sorry, do we have our own weapons, or do we just use spears? Uh, you would have your own weapons and things with you. Okay. Cool. I cast Mage Armor. Cool. I cast Mage Armor and um, Mirror Image. Cool. Garen readies his hammer. Yep. Because that's what he does with Reef Claws. <laughs> anything He's else? Like, um... <laughs> I, uh... No. Uh, I, how, how fast... Like, two, rounds. What, you, two, two rounds. Two rounds. What do you do? Yeah, but I, do I have armor? Well, are you Why wearing would, your armor? Or I want the armor you're wearing it right now, because I've been sunbathing. Yeah, go grab, go grab your armor from your room. Okay, does that take up my whole time? <laughs> and more, I'd say. Yeah, uh, what are you wearing? Change shirt. Change shirt. Because I can just chuck it on. Yeah, but you have to go down to the... <clears throat> you have to go down below the ship and get it. And then run back up again. But it's not a bad move. Well, it's my only move, because otherwise <laughs> my, my armor is like 11. Dotting your chain shirt will take you one minute. Oh, God. Yeah, you can't oh, put that on. I can't do it. No, okay. No. I'm going to put mirror image on myself. Cool. Uh, and can I heroism on myself? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that'll give me something. And then... <clears throat> this enormous reef claw pops up. At this point, basically, to go spear fishing, you've gotten out of the main boat, gone off in the little dinghy. You're all hanging around because you're meant to be stabbing down the outside. You hang around the dinghy, and this reef claw pops up that says, "Big as the dinghy." It's as big as a horse. And is it the, the big one? Yes. No, you don't think it's old meat claw, which would be uh, forty foot long. Okay, so it's and not a gigantuan creature. Yeah, so it's not the big reef claw. It is merely it's an extremely hu- no. It is not a normal one. Normal ones are small. Okay, this is as big as a horse, okay. and it looks like this. Oh bloody hell! <laughs> it is like a lobster from hell birthed by Satan. <laughs> and if you remember these things, they have. Horrible poison and death frenzies and all this kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> they were in the first adventure, but these ones are a lot bigger, unsurprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> and Flora. Ah, jump, 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 jump. Can I have my Warhammer? Sure. I'm going to smash it. Sure. Have my Warhammer? Sure. Nope. Hmm, that's quite the chip in this shell it's got. <laughs> Silver. Um... I'm gonna have to, 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 to. Oh, actually, I could thunder call it. Yep. Okay, I'm. I'm. I. I'm gonna. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm trying to think of a song that's replicable. Ho, 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 yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> what? Continue. Oh, okay. Yeah, you were just rolling for that, were you? Um, I, I'll, I'll sing a, a loud shanty. Um. I um go ho ho in a bubble of rum. I'm gonna smash this rum on the the crab ogie. I don't know. Sure. Um, three damage. And the reef claw pops up, hears this noise, and goes ah ching 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 ah 
Crit fumbles at save and gets stunned. Oh, excellent. <laughs> nice. nice job. Jack, you're up. Okay, um, seeing this, I will change my action and, um, sneak attack it. Endeavor to stab it. Yep. With the sneak attackable stab? Yes, yep. It, it hasn't at all. It hasn't acted yet, so. Cool, um, that's a 14. Tink! Shit in the shell. Shit in the shell. Cool, okay. Uh, no, still flat footed, so. Uh, tink! Yes. Yay. Oh, yay. Just. Okay, and it qualifies as sneak attackable? Yes, it does, because this platform. Then this is going to be sorry that it did. Okay. So that is nine points of damage. Yep. The rapier passes in and then out the other side, and some ichor comes out. It smells delicious, actually. The reef claw shakes off the stun. So it's action is recovering from what Silver did. Lucy. Mm-hmm. Nice one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to the first thing she's done. Yep. Although, keep in mind, you will have to cast defensively here because you're on a boat and it's going to go... I'm in the middle way. Yeah, you're in the middle It's got big, long claws. Okay. But you are pretty good at casting defensively and you do have a lot of those magic missiles. Hey, and also you have a chance you can teleport somewhere else. That is true. Yeah, you also have a chance oh God, to get invisible. Sad. Yeah, you have to, you have to, you have to chance the, to do the wild magic DC. Oh yeah, I pass. Yeah. And then make I'll a constant defensively check. Um, so I've never done that before, so that's um, concentration check, right? That's a concentration check of a difficulty of 15 plus the level of the spell you're casting. Okay. So it's 16 as well. Um, so I pass easily, yep. 22. So you pull yourself in and hunch and make little gestures Yay. so it doesn't bite your hands <laughs> that's off. That's cute. Okay, so that's magic missile. Um, eight plus three, eleven damage. Unfortunately, it doesn't have spell resistance or anything. <laughs> so, pink, 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 pink. <laughs> Lucy, uh, Marcus Endron, uh grabs the, grabs up the spear. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is how fishing should be. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's it. Music, freedom, the spirit of frivolity, and such forth. Mm-hmm. Yo ho ho and a spear in the eye, and throws the spear at it like a hard man. <laughs> what ho? Does he miss? No. Did he crit? <laughs> He confirms his credit. Oh, nice Yeah. He's never more dangerous than when he's having fun. He does indeed roll the spear into his eye. That's if he can go along with the assessment Dravius for the best line of the episode. And their max Well, this reef floor is not going to be having a good day. It's going to get even. Does it 27 points of damage as he pulls oh, the spear literally into one of its eye stalks and it goes, <laughs> severs it and the spear goes past and lands in the ocean. I says, ha is this what we're supposed to be doing? Yes. Is he, um, is, 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 it, is it still up? Yeah, it looks fine. Seriously? Oh, wow, it's it's missing an eye, but you know. Wow, that thing, is, I'm glad you're making so much progress. Garen, you're up. Remind me, um, the last time we fought these, did I detect them as evil, or did, did I just hit them? No, they're just, um, they're just creatures. Okay. Neutral. Oh. And Marcus Andrew will pull up another spear of this move action. Oh, nice. 
when it died on Lip Claw. And this junk. Yeah, it's only twelve. Junk. Flora. Junk. You get a second attack though, don't you? Oh, I do too. Thank you. Much better. Oh. Twenty. Just <laughs> hit the spot enough. Plus six damage. Cool. Yay, thank you, Susan. Yeah, nice one. Thank you, Susan. <laughs> Nine for the damage. Oh, you know what's happened? I've turned into that damn paladin. Yes, yes, you have. You've turned into that. You've so, Garen has hard as a spot. It just bounces off the chip in his armor, but it does seem to crack someone. Aha! Smacks it again. There's more of a crack, and then Flora steps around him. Jams the jams the hammer around him and bangs into the same spot. <laughs> There's some horrible cracking noises and it bleeds goop. Mm-hmm. Tasty goop. Silver. Okay. Finish I, him. <laughs> um, I'm not sure whether or not I should thunder call. Do him. it. Okay, I'll thunder call him then. Um, ho, 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 I continue ho. my shanty. <laughs> um, yes. Fifteen um, reports on a dead man's chest. Yo ho ho, <laughs> and a bottle of. Approved alcohol, non-alcoholic substance. <laughs> For those in peril on the sea. Reef claws are coming to eat me. <laughs> Maybe not tonight. Because they're dead. Five. Uh, and yes. another fortitude save to see if it... Uh, this time it just shakes it off with ease, like it's a gigantic sea creature with an enormous Yeah, no, that's fine. It's not rolling one. It, if it's not rolling ones, it's probably passing. Uh, not necessarily, but ooh, that's it's not going to do a lot of damage. <coughs> but um, that's a twenty-two to hit it. Yep, stabs. And um, because it is no longer flat-footed, I tragically just do my regular damage. Yep. So that is a mighty three. Yeah, kind of a pain in the ass to flank something that's in the ocean while you're. Yeah, involved. yeah, yeah. It annoys me greatly. All right. Then the reef core flails around wildly with its claws, and everybody, give me a luck check. Seven, eight, five, eight, seven. Eighteen. You and one of you two reroll it. Eleven, twelve. Oh. Okay, so Flora and Silver. Brad, I wanted to fail this because I've got magic made mirror images. I have too. Oh yeah, that's right. You have too. Did you roll how many images? No. What is it? D four. D four. Yeah. Okay. I need to roll with D four. Uh, two. The giant claws reach out and snap down at both of them. <coughs> uh, that is a 28 to hit Flora. Yep, that hits. Uh, and a 25 to hit one I... or silver or one of his goons. Yeah. So you've got, what, three images? Two images. Okay, so plus silver. So roll me a d3. One is you. So high, high is me. Yeah, so one or two high is High is you. me, so I got a six, so it's okay. me. Okay. Alright. So, snap. <coughs> snap. <coughs> Excellent. I'm going to be eating tonight. <laughs> the reef claw puts both its claws on both of you, deals for uh, uh, 15 points of damage. Ouch. Ooh. Deals silver... 14 points of damage. Ouch. 29. Then endeavors to pump poison into both of you. Oh. Fortitude saves. So I need to do a fort save. Okay, so that is an 18 for me. Uh, 15. So, so weak, Flora. So weak. Losing two strength. (gasps) 
sure. And then grapple checks, both of you. Oh fuck! Uh, what's our grapple? Grapple six for me. Okay. Uh, so it's uh, nineteen. So fourteen, Flora, and twenty-four silver. So <coughs> yeah. I am still ahead. And Flora, you uh, get up! Oh, fight off the claw! Yay! And Silver, it reaches out, grabs you. Picks you up and pulls you off the boat. Just waving you around in the air like a peanut. Lucy, the, that training we're working on, this is exactly the kind of thing it's useful for. <laughs> Just there. Lucy. My strength went down to 12? Yep. Yep. See, I got heroism, so I got an extra plus two. <laughs> Save my um, ass. <laughs> um, okay. I build... And there's two mirror silvers floating in the air going, yeah. ah, yeah. as well. Oh, um, I greased the claw. Cool, oh, good. Good idea. So, um, I first check and I pass, yep. and I apply the grease on the claw. Ooh, nice. I think, lubricate silver. I think it's silver you need to apply. Oh, yes. Okay, I'll apply the grease on You silver. have to oil yep. them down. Yes. <laughs> you grease up silver. Yep. Well, he already wasn't wearing a shirt. <laughs> Alright, and then let's see if Andrew can kill this reefer. <laughs> oh, no, no. I, I didn't want anyone to be in danger. Uh, Spare. Uh, not a crit, but an easy hit. Wow, it rhymed. Uh, and he chucks the spear into it for another nine points of damage. Nice. Yay. Andrew is a machine of death. <laughs> yeah. He's the dude that's supposed to kill the queen, mm-hmm. so. Uh, Alright, and that yeah. is. Yes, gun. Thank you. Game. First attack. Here's another miss. Yep. Second attack. Hit the same spot. That's its weak point. Yeah, probably not. 17. Dink, dink, crack. Yep. Would that be 17? 9 plus 8 is 17. Yes, but it's your second attack. Sorry, 12. Hit it with the first attack and you'd be fine, but you swing too low. What is wrong with you? You're right. Silver still crying. (laughs) The tears coming out sideways. 21. Stab all the Uh, five damage. Cool. <laughs> you don't have enough strength. She just she lost strength. Oh, of course. Yes, yes, of course. Always. Yeah. Silver, try and break out of the grapple. Okay. So that's an escape artist, is it? It's either escape artist or grapple. My grapple's better. Or okay, your escape artist at plus ten for the fact that you've been greased up. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Do the escape artist then. Okay, so I've got a plus 11 to escape artist. Uh, so that's 26. So the claws pitch down hard on you and you go <laughs> pop out between the the and land back in the boat. Yay! So is escape artist the standard or the move? Uh, that's the standard. Okay, so that's basically your turn. But yeah. it means you're not being constructed by Yeah, which is definitely plot. That was great work. Jack? Alrighty, and you've still got your two images, so if it takes yeah. another swing at you, it has to actually connect. Um, yeah. Jack is going to now, um, hmm, can I pull this off? No. Uh, Jack is going to continue stabbing it. I intended this character to have high concentration, but she doesn't, so I'm not super keen on that offensively. Alright, and, um, 13, I imagine, will miss. Jack! Yeah. Damn it. 
but I'm providing all alternate reef pork that I get with my millions of tiny oh, shells. Oh, oh, luck rolls for all. <laughs> oh, Susan. 16. 19. 15. 4. <laughs> what is it with you? I'm the damsel. You really are. Am I still greased? Yes. <laughs> You're still greased. Uh, so... That would be an 18 to hit you, Silver, and a 28 to hit you, Rosie. Oh, wait, that hits. Let's see if it okay, hits so you, Silver. Five or six silver. Is hit. It kills one of Silver's images. <laughs> so cross one of your images off. Grabs Lucy. Mm-hmm. Uh, take 10 damage, get pumped full of poison, and then yeah. make, a grapple, make a fortune save and a grapple check. Okay. Which point it grapples you. Fortitude save is 11? Yep. See, this is a great time to have fire shield. You lose one strength. Yep. Nope, now you're at minus two strength. Oh, minus two. And then make a grapple check at your new strength of minus two, giving you a net of minus one. Oh, I can rule natural training, though. Yep. Oh. And it picks you up with ease and goes shake, 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 shake. Did you write down the team damage? Yeah. It also rolled a natural 20. Oh, oh damn it. Okay, the 12 grabs Lucy. We've got to rescue Lucy. Shake, shake, shake. And it's Lucy's turn. A waste of a 20. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, so now so, um, you're making an escape artist check to try and break out of the grapple. Yeah, oh, do you want to grease yourself? She's I, she, going to struggle too. She's in the she's in the rich. She oh, needs to course. use somatic environments yeah, and yeah. things for her. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna use my escape artist too. I got some brand new points, but I, it's not gonna be good. Um so that's saving. Yeah. This was easy when Jack trained you and yeah. you were slipping out of ropes. That's a lot harder when there's this gigantic <laughs> thing. Cool. In all fairness, I trained you to escape. I did not train you to escape reef core. Yeah. Alright, and it's, there's a damsel in dis- there's a damsel in distress here, we got we gotta bring out the big gun. And what you have, Lucy, is this fucking thing going in your face. I'm gonna add that to my drawing. Yeah, drain. <laughs> oh it's it's my drawing of the whole of the <laughs> <laughs> Just put my nipples right into my abs. Oh <laughs> <laughs> it's a chibi version, you gotta put them in. <laughs> huh? I like how you got all our heights right. <laughs> Everyone, she's... Hang on, there should be a super tall one, which is Marcus Andrews. She's in danger, me. right? Everyone agrees that she's in legitimate danger? Yes. yes. Then I can resume my duties to protect a citizen of the city. Oh my god. What? <laughs> Heavy crossbow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> is he called shotting? No, but he is making multiple shots. Uh-huh. Uh, his first one, I think he's going to miss clean on. Yep. Second one he's going to crush on. And we'll confirm that. Oh man, this Reef Claw picked the wrong disabled company. He got Captain Tamez. So he he picks up his heavy crossbow that actually looks like the thing that he's dangerous with as opposed to his random spears. Oh my god, he was dangerous with a spear. Oh, switch. (laughs) (laughs) Are we having another American justice moment? (laughs) Boom. Uh, that 
is 32 points of damage to <laughs> I think this is one more, I think this is um, one um, reef claw that's learning that the citizens of Scorbosa will not suffer the terrain. reef claw begins thrashing wildly in the water oh <laughs> yeah. my god has it lost a claw yet it's lost over 112 hit points and this is why you don't break the law in our city yeah. <laughs> he will fight you he has a, spe- a certain set of skills I've, I've broke the law in the city for years uh, okay, so that's a 16. Yes, but you'd also be brought to trial. Yeah. Which is in the rules. Yeah. Yep. Crack. Oh, so not sweet. Five damage. Crack. Yep. And second roll. Much Ooh, better. that's nice. That's gonna go. Okay, so that's definitely a hit. Yep. Uh, that is 12 damage. Nice. And you finally roll something that didn't suck in the D6s. It's definitely starting to thrash and flail and bleed now. Flora. No death frenzy soon. Nope. On the other hand, you have hit it every other time. I'm gonna thunder call it again because I'm. Cons- I-, I want him to freeze. Yep, yep. yep. It'll, drop, it'll drop Lucy if you. Yeah. If it it. Oh, and yeah. also, you'll do it guaranteed some damage, yeah. which, you know, if you kill it, it will also drop Five Lucy. Five damage. And that might actually fail at stun, so it takes five damage. Uh, what is your, it's two plus your charisma modifier? Um, so that'll be 15. Boom! There's a loud boom, and it releases you, Lucy, and you go thud back into the boat again. (laughs) He probably probably changes his song to stop in the The name name of love. Before you break, my girl. (laughs) Getting old. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, see, look, Lucy, Lucy's in my claw. Oh, can I catch Lucy? She's got lots of arrows. Give me a reflex set. Oh, there's more. My reflex, my full reflex, or. Oh, no, hang on, it's a reflex, yeah, so 22. Oh, I catch Lucy. Somewhere, somehow, Sabrina feels annoyed at you for no apparent reason. Sabrina looks somewhere, Silver is doing something. (laughs) <laughs> Alright, I get a mighty 14, which probably won't hit the reef floor. Bend. Yep, and then it's team reef floor. Clink, 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 clink. Still Unst- alive? Unstuns itself. Oh, yes, yeah. unstuns it. The, the only action it can take. Lucy! Yeah. Over anything. Vengeance! <laughs> can I fireball it? Absolutely. You yes. chuck the fireball out behind it, so it erupts over the back end of it. Well, I have to, I have to pass the, um, yeah, as it's above the surface, you don't need to worry about oh, okay. interacting with the underwater rules for this. Um, I do fail the, um, so, yeah. those random checks though. That's so, very exciting. Um, that's it's gonna good. be quite fun. Okay, I'm, I'm, am I still holding on to you? Cause I'm yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's in your arms as she rolls around and goes, poof. And 79, whatever that is. I don't think I ever did 79. You know, for the second chart of this, I'm just going to make one of them target, spell target, target silver target automatically. Oh. oh my god! What did you do? <laughs> well, that, target, point, target finds the caster for normally attractive for the next 10 minutes. You got out of species or gender. Yep. The next floor is in love. So the fireball erupts over it. It fails its reflex save, among other things. It may not care. It may, it may be. It, it may love you as it dies. You kill yeah, it. Yeah, it's just kind of warm. You're in. It feels a burning passion for you, <laughs> which erupts in its heart. <laughs> I didn't roll very well, though. So. Oh, well, that's no, okay. So. It's near death. Yeah. Oh um, my god. So, <laughs> up, so um, I, I see. Like it's it directs its dying friend to Lucy. <laughs> She's the love of Oh. It is not dead. 
it the fire scorches all over it and then seems to burn it but there's some other odd effect on this because it then fixes both its eyes even with Damocle and Lucy and it emits this strange sort of thumping trilling noise <laughs> this is my mating task it begins to bend its claws in towards you and do this <laughs> The enormous reef claw is into you, Lucy, for the next ten minutes. And it will act as it feels as appropriate to act with a mate. Kill the suitor! Kill the rival! It it doesn't, for example, like if you did that to Gloria Arcona, he wouldn't feel compelled to slam you up against a wall and take you. He'd approach you in the most appropriate way, which would be to immediately go, you know, my dear, you know, how wonderful you are, let us dance and have wine, and rah, rah, rah. Because it's a reef claw, what you're getting is... Reef claw sex. <laughs> Speaking of reef claw sex, it's Endron's <laughs> turn. Yeah. Oh Looks my like god. Endron, please end this. Is it making a mating call? We don't care. We agree she's still in serious danger, right? Absolutely. Yes. This is a. Uh, you are an unwanted. You are an unwilling participant in its mating. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a reef claw with hard eyes. Fwang. Miss. Fwang hit. Swang uh, heavy crossbow to the head for another seven points of damage. It nice. thrashes wildly. It's still not down. Garen. Garen wants to be one take this reef floor. Probably not at a 13. This Oink. round, that first hit is not heavy. What does it? Oh, that might be though. 21. Crack. <laughs> for 13 points of damage. Garrett finally gets... Yeah, it's been that. so long since he hits a reef floor, and this one is so big, but his hands finally remember the old hammer blows with which he used so to shatter. At this oh, point, right. it is trying to climb into the boat <laughs> to hump Lucy. <laughs> oh my god, this is a weird spellcast. It's as big and as heavy as the, bo- and, like and the, heavy as the boat. So it starts to climb in, it's just climbing up to you. It's it's pulled its claws in and retracted the poison gland. It's just starting to put them on you. <laughs> and then Garin steps in and smashes the hammer down over one of its claws and the chitin around it just shatters. And it goes... And then it flails wildly in death frenzies. Yep. But, um, <laughs> at this point, this is probably over. Yeah. yeah. So it flails around wildly and... Come on, hit Jack! Oh, I haven't got to do any of my mirror images. Alright. Hits Flora, hits Garin. Of course. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's your AC, Jack? Uh, uh, 18. Okay, so it might hit one of your images. It's going to miss you if it hits you. Okay, so um, D8, 8 is um, 7 is me. It kills one of my images. Cool. Yay! I'm happy. <laughs> Silver, it hits you, or one of your images. So D3. Lucy, it one crit threats you. Yep. Uh, three, four to six is here. <laughs> it hits silver. <coughs> so I'm not going to bother rolling out down this no. because this is basically all. Floor has an entire way of healing. It's climbing on here. top of Lucy, looking amorously at her as only a gigantic boat-sized reef claw can. Um, and Garin <laughs> smashes it. It flails wildly, Lucy, and the last thing you see is it's grabbing onto you and pulling you towards it. Oh. <laughs> And you pass out in its grip because it's giving you the special reef core hug that's a bit oh violent for anything that doesn't have all that natural armor. 
And the next thing you know, you wake up to see Flora is healing you. Everyone else has pushed the reef claw over the side of the boat so it doesn't sink the boat. And Endrin checks you're okay, you're okay. Uh, is everyone's heart racing? Yep. I, yep. So we have satisfied the condition in my vacation for excitement and for quality. Yes. Hi. And I, I don't know. I don't know if we've had it. We've done the excitement. I don't know if we've had enough frivolity. Well, I, I think that will come when we crack the reef claw open and take its delicious flesh out and roast it for dinner. All right. With, with alcohol. With alcohol. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> In moderation. Yeah. And then we see the the shot of you all. Basically, you've got the re- you're actually on the island at this point. You've got this huge ass chunk of meat. You know, the size of a cow on the spit rotating over the fire. (laughs) And everybody's just cutting off slivers. And reef claw is in as a big delicacy, like lobster. Yeah. People are, nom, nom, lobster kebabs, reef claw kebabs, nom, nom, nom. I imagine Lucy somehow finds butter. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, tomorrow... you can create some. (laughs) Tomorrow we sail back to Calvosa. But all in all, this has been the best vacation I've taken in years. (laughs) And having successfully survived Marcus Enderon's vacation, what will happen in the Blades of Corvosa tournament? Will it be safer than taking Marcus Enderon on holiday? Dum dum dum. <laughs> I just want to point out, there are worse ways that spell could have gone. You realise it could have hit Gadrin Lamb. Oh, oh my god. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're gonna be mine. <laughs> oh, but god, instead you... Okay. It could have hit Marcus Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> well no, she wasn't really she's not really casting casting hostile spells. No, but it could be just as easily, oh my god, have some major. Oh right, yeah. Uh, yeah. What is it you with you and your luck or with men? <laughs> But did we enjoy Marcus Andrews' officially mandated holiday? It was yes. awesome. Would you believe that isn't in the book as written? Really? Yeah. I, I, we never would have guessed it was particularly convincing when you got out the skulls and shackles book. Would you yeah. believe it's not something I'm responsible for? Seriously? Seriously. Yes. This is your fault because uh, one of our listeners wrote in with that one and I thought it was fabulous. Oh, oh congratulations, yeah. listeners. <laughs> Thank you. What, what, what happens? What, what triggered them? Well, they, they, are they like Marcus Andrews? As in they thought this would be... It's, it's somebody who's read the campaign and knows where it's supposed to be going and we're, we're, and is, is frantically guessing where the fuck we're going to end up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so somebody else that's GM'd it. Yeah. And when I like the thing where people actually see Marcus Andrews in the plot instead of him doing nothing. Yeah. But you could do this with Marcus Andrews, and I'm like, Yes! You could, they could go fishing for enormous reef claws with Marcus Andrews, because that's tremendous. Because the reef claw is in the book, right? Not that one. Not that one. Ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, should I wrap off? Yes, yes. You, you may assume that you heal yourself and be stat damage yourself and all that sort of thing long mm-hmm. before we get anywhere else. Yeah, that's what I should change. I'm super excited for the Blades of Torvosa tournament, but it will have to be pretty awesome to beat the fishing truck. That was excellent. <laughs> yep. Marcus Endron's designated mandatory vacation it must occur every year. Uh, due to fears, the single guard commander will go apeshit without a break and decide to arbitrarily off the monarch for something exciting to happen to him. <laughs> Listener's words, not mine. <laughs> 
as GM you... approved that one. Yes, <laughs> yes, I thought it was tremendous. I mean, yes. <laughs> yes. The, the putting off his vacation day for the last five years was me. Yeah. <laughs> but it does make sense.